Hello. <laughs> I'm not going to say Hello, nurse. I'm not going to do it. No. I'm doing the damn track. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I want you to say it. Oh, that's valid. You know, sometimes um, the most sincerest form of flattery is n- nurse. Wait, wh- how's that <laughs> mimicry? <phrase? laughs> mimicry, I think. Oh, mimicry. Uh, little little copycat ass. Um, I mean, I'm trying to be like form. you. I, I've never yeah? denied that. What are your, my fa- your favorite qualities about me? Uh, <laughs> the I, love the, I love the deep, deep sigh. <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> oh no. That's rough. That's that rough. That was so funny. Say no more. I understand. That's how I also Lana, feel know about I myself. Love you. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, hello. If you are here and you are hearing our, our wee little giggles, you are at higher education. Episode nine. Wow. We're really doing it, y'all. We're almost to the double yeah. digits. Um, and we are a Strixhaven universe uh fifth edition, uh, you know, of from the one thing <laughs> with a holy <laughs> with a holy original story uh and an incredible cast. We are also presented by Penny Dragon Games. You can do exclamation point PDG in the chat to check out some info about them. They're in between $1 one shots right now. So make sure that you follow them on their website and on their socials so you can get notified the next $1 one shot they put up on Kickstarter, uh, which are really quick turnaround and uh, and get you lots and lots of juicy stuff to either uh, build a campaign around or plug and play into one you've already got going. It's, uh, it's good stuff. Both of... I think both the previous ones have been funded in um uh in like 30 minutes on Kickstarter. So if people are a fan, why aren't you a fan? Uh now's the time. Uh you can also do I don't know why the bot's not working. Sorry, Mocho. Um you can also do especially white sponsors in the chat to check out our other sponsors. Let me see if I can fix that really quick, because that's kind of important. That you're able to do the things. Y'all vamp really quick. Uh, um, vampires. Help. <laughs> help, help. Vampires. <laughs> well, we wanted to vamp, right? So um, I've actually been wanting vampire. to run Vampire for the longest yes. time, but I've Do never it. gotten a chance. Do it. It's very I feel fun. Like I'd kill it. You really yeah. would. Get it? Because they're all dead. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh my God! What is this? We're vamping, Vano. No, now my thing is. There's stuck. too much pressure. No, uh, I would, I would love to see you, um, like be a storyteller for like Vampire or any of the World of Darkness games. Honestly, I think you'd absolutely nail it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'd be really into that. I'd be interested in trying my hand at it. I think I've been kind of like staying away because it has such an intense world and setting baked yeah. into the game and the system itself. And I'm very, 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 very much a homebrew uh, facilitator. So I think yeah. that's been putting me off. But I think if I I've just been, get over that. I've been playing in exclusively games of Vampire that say fuck the lore, um, especially because of the fact that the lore is like deeply racist and ableist in yeah. like a lot of ways i've heard so, yeah. i've heard that too yeah, it is time. so like honestly like when if like knowing you as a person like when you play vampire you're gonna end up throwing a bunch of it out anyway and like homebrewing yeah. some shit so like 
Mm, yeah, yeah it just it. it just sucks that you feel like you have to read it first yeah to be able to, like engage with like but then also kind of no you don't like you have a good enough understanding and grasp of like story that you could just be like i know what it means to tell a vampire story wiki's also yeah. exist that yeah. will like summarize the important stuff for you so like you don't really have yeah. to go and read the whole thing that's I'm just like from a game design and world building and GM perspective. I just really don't like it when games I, I like it when games have settings. I don't like it when the settings come with like a timeline that's like from the beginning of man. <laughs> and it like takes it like beat by yeah. beat through like every empire to the present day. And I'm like, this is extremely unnecessary and very uh, uh, not player friendly and also not GM friendly. And this is just bad game design. But that that is a, a tirade I can go on <laughs> for a long time on a different channel. I'm gonna be real. I don't know shit about vampire lore. Okay, I'm just so, I think like, they're afraid exactly. of rivers. Exactly. So what's the point of because it? no, because we don't need to. We don't need to engage with the like baked in lore to play the game. And yeah, yeah. new lore. Who dis? Thank you for vamping about vamps. Um, <laughs> the, the, the command should be working now, so check out PDG. That's uh, who we're presented by, Penny Dragon Games. Check out exclamation point sponsors to check out all our other sponsors uh, that we are working with today. All fantastic and amazing and make incredible assets to uh, up the pedigree of your home game or produced game, whatever whatever is your pleasure. Um, you can also do exclamation point uh, H-E-C-W to check out our content warnings for the show uh, and you can do exclamation point cast to see everybody who's playing with uh, and you can also check out Liv who is not with us today but is still very important and you should follow them on all the things in this stuff uh, and you can do exclamation point wiki in the chat to check out our uh, obsidian portal which has an adventure log a detailed adventure log there if you want to catch up on previous episodes in a written format and you can do exclamation point he to get some more info about the show including a link to our podcast uh, which you can also find on um, any of your uh, your fave podcast apps and if we're not on there for some reason let me know and i'll i'll plug it in just at me bro and uh if you want to tweet about the show or any social media platform for that matter um make sure you use hashtag higher ed rpg and don't forget to follow the channel here without further ado let's check in with our players connie you want to kick us off Yes. Hi, I'm Connie, kicking us all off uh, straight to the heart. Uh, my pronouns are they, he and she. You can find me across the internet at by Connie Chan. Better than straight to the crotch. That's what I was trying to say mm. around. Talk around. Um, pronouns they, he and she. Across the internet by Connie Chong. B-Y-C-O-N-I-C-H-A-N-G. Tonight, I am playing Stag, Mystagogue Stag Graves, who is a Goliath barbarian. And um, they're kind of a thembo, uh, a shibo, a herbo, one might even say. Not a bimbo, very different. A herbo, thembo, shibo. A very big muscle, non-binary whammon uh, who is definitely, like, that's it. You know, there's no greater depth to her or what she's up to. We don't have to worry about any of that. She's just going around being a knucklehead. That's it. Uh, nothing else. I'm going to pass things over to Vamna. Vamna? Oh my god. Um, I, this has thrown everything out of whack. <laughs> um, hello? <laughs> how am I supposed to be next? Hello, everybody. My name is Humna, and I use any and all pronouns. Uh, and uh, today I will be playing Jaisha, who uses they, Ray pronouns. And Jaisha is our Earth Genasi sorcerer, blood hunter, uh, who is learning a little bit more about Rare family. 
and is not into stag, no matter what stag thinks. Please, please. Why would you say that? Yeah, just, now, really now strange <laughs> that you would say that. I just, I just need to be clear. No, I need it to be very clear. Her. You know, like, like no one brought it up. You know what I mean? And you just offered like, it, which I is just, a little strange. Yeah. You know, I just don't like to be misunderstood, oh, and I'm yeah. just, I just feel like there's a lot of misunderstandings happening here. So I'm just clear there. Okay, but uh-huh. like you were seen under the. The kissing tree. The kissing tree. I, I wonder what the the. But then we were seen under the breakup tree. Sorry, it was saying. What did you say, Drake? No, I was wondering what like um, the little gossip column might. Say. Oh no, not this! Oh yeah, oh, no. I just think it'd be yeah. very interesting. I mean, it's personally. either that or the orgy that happened in your Ooh, workshop. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of fodder right. going around. <laughs> That's so true. There's a lot of fodder. Um, and with that, I'm going to pass it over to Drac. <laughs> yes, hi. I'm Drag or Draconics. I, I use he, they pronouns and I play Barugosh. He uses um, she, he, they pronouns. Um, they are the owner of the workshop that the orgy took place in, um, the <laughs> Gorgon inventor, uh, uh, and the owner and builder of um, Star, the large, con- well, medium sized construct <laughs> that they have with them walking around. Um, and the same, just like Stag, there's nothing more to them, really. They're just a uh, happy-go-lucky Gorgon inventor. Like, nothing more to know. Huh. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I y'all just want are to offering make sure up too much there. info. Has no one taught y'all how to lie before? <laughs> <laughs> Good gravy. I'm going to throw it over to C. Speaking of liars, uh, <laughs> hi everyone. My name is C. Professional. <laughs> I'm pronounced professional at it, actually. Uh, somebody did teach me how to lie, and by me, I mean ecstasy, who is my character here today, who also uses they them pronouns, who you know is also a totally normal poetry student here at Strixhaven University, and there is absolutely nothing going on with them, and that is actually like completely believable, a completely believable lie. Because you have you ever met? such a well-adjusted individual who definitely only studies poetry and not like summoning rituals for demons. Y'all are See, I think so you fucked up because you, you said that it was a believable lie. So you admitted that it's a lie. <laughs> and you also went into so much detail Popcorn. that nobody asked for. How are y'all making the same mistake one after another after I'm explaining <laughs> to you why, why it is not effective method for lying? I'm so confused. <laughs> Listen, X is just trying to fit in with the crowd, okay? If that means they have to be worse at lying, then that's okay. Oh my god, that's cerebral. Okay, I'm going to intentionally be <laughs> bad at lying so they fit in with a group that is also bad at lying and no no one suspects that I am an outlier who actually knows how to be lying. Wow. Yeah. No. That's I, 4D chess right there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking 6D chess. I don't know what the end game is here, though, because, yeah. like... Friendship! The, the, the... Friendship! <laughs> found family, Jaysha, you know. You does, know. does X want that? Oh, no, not high education, pretty little liars. Don't give in to the peer pressure. Um, 
I have nothing to lie about. My lie is that everything <laughs> will be fine today and nothing bad will happen. And I mean it. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that actually will happen. Now, Vanna, now, don't you just tell us what, what was and wasn't lying. a good lie? I'm not You lying. said my good lie for today would be. I, I said, I yeah, you literally that. prefaced this with this is your lie. <laughs> no, I said, I have no lies. I said, yeah, I and then you said, my good lie for today is, and then you, you said, said that, <laughs> I'm trying to rewrite the narrative, Vanna. We have it on tape. We have it on the record. Okay. Roll the tape. Well, Roll it again. I blacked out, and some other entity <laughs> used my mouth as a speaking piece to say such a thing. <laughs> We've all been there. That's more worrying. You know what I mean. <laughs> X See, I'm concerned because X does know what you mean, and I would like for that to not be true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, the only other thing I want to talk to you about uh, before we get started is we do have a daily goal. I forgot to mention. Expression goal in the chat. Mocho, thanks for already contributing $22 to that. Uh, our goal is 100 bucks per episode. If we hit that goal, we'll do some bonus scene material for you at some point, sometime in the universe in perpetuity. Um, so check that out. And uh, if, you, uh, if you tip at that <laughs> link, uh, the money you share there goes between all of us equally. So you'll be supporting the whole cast all in a wealth. One fell swoop. And, uh, oh, also, I'm Havana, or Vanna, and I'll be your GM and producer and everything else today. Um, truth teller. <laughs> um, but I think that's it. Am I forgetting anything, friends? No? Oh. Oh, Connie has a frog now. I do. I have a frog. Her name is Clementine. <laughs> She's a war criminal. Um, <laughs> Why do you say that? What the best frogs are. What? I, I thought you know weren't supposed to talk about it. Why are you? Why do you offer this up to everyone? I thought we were. You know what? Honesty hour from Connie about Clementine. <laughs> her enclosure is is bought is so fucking good. Like her enclosure is so cute. It's hard to take a picture of though because the glass is so reflective. Um, um, but it looks awesome. She has a little like onsen, like hot spring area, and this mm. like this like house, you know, like this cute little house. And she, she live in Lorge. She's live in Lorge, and I put uh, uh, several Pothos cuttings in there, or uh. seeded because they know what they're doing with Pothos. Um, yeah, like it. a little like sakura tree. Yeah, so she's cute. In Lorge. Hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, 24-7 Clementine live feed. Ooh. Show us the Clementine cam. Get the <laughs> yeah. Clementine cam. I think we need it. Where's the Clem cam? What's, our, what's the dono goal for Clem cam? Oh, my oh. God. Uh, that's up to oh, listen. <laughs> I'm, if it was $200 for my beatboxing, I will name one of the bugs I feed her after <laughs> You, I don't know. After me, a lot of who are you talking to? I no, know. I think I think the audience after the audience. You will name one of the bugs chat. <laughs> yeah, I'll name the bug chat. We get to for a Clem cam, like a a, a live feed. Like yeah, yeah, this like is, like a second camera that you hook up to your computer that is pointing at seven times. That's a lot of money and time. Yeah, so that, I'm gonna set that at a, an easy one thousand. <laughs> 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 All right, let's go. You heard it here.
easy one k chat. Let's do it. Let's do it. One thousand dollars, and we get clam cam. Look, we need this. Oh my god, my face I need this. So please help me. I am in a deep depression. is so cute. And the only thing that will help is more Clement. Literally, I am. I am dying. It's terminal, and the only thing that can save me is a clam cam. So I'm not. You jinxed it now. You're gonna wake up tomorrow and be dying. Oh my god! Like in real life, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, Humna, you're gonna wake up tomorrow and go, oh, and you're gonna have okay. the deep knowledge in your mind that, oh my god, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, damn! Am I getting cursed by Vanna live on stream? <laughs> <laughs> now you are. <laughs> I think you literally just got cursed. Yeah, I think you did. Um, uh, I'm seeking anyone who's good at curse removals um, because apparently I need one now. It's so. like a third level, third level spell. It's it's uh, you know. Yeah, can you donate to uncurse Humna? Yeah, can someone DM me and like I I could really use some help. Don't don't DM Humna. Don't ask people to DM you. Oh yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, don't actually. That was a joke. <laughs> leave leave them alone. <laughs> um. Anyway, y'all are silly, goofy goosies. Oh um. Shall we play a game? That yeah. sounded very soft. That sounded me. very menacing. Yeah, it did. Yeah, what the fuck? Wait, next arc we get kidnapped by um, what's his name? From yes. Saw. Jigsaw. 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 Yeah. Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Did you call him Circle Boy? Circle Boy. Yeah, the spiral. <laughs> that's what Stag would say. Actually. I thought you, that's how you describe the bikes. You know, the wheel, the circles, <laughs> the circles on them. Yeah, the thing um, with circles on them. No, I'm super into a fucking. I'm super into a like saw arc. No, I I'm love doing that. horror shit. I mean, Vanna, you're a little less. too excited to torture us in character. Excuse me Please for stealing your gig. I apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, we're gonna get started. I'm part. I'm parting the veil, bitches. <clears throat> so everybody had kind of a, a raucous slumber. In, in this evening, and I just want to check in if upon waking, there is anything uh, anybody wanted to do or sort of uh, have a vignette of before I, I introduce the sort of start I have in mind. I just don't want to step on toes if there was an, an RP moment you wanted to get out after Dreamtown. I don't have an RP moment. Uh, just a reminder to everyone that Jisha fell asleep somewhere in uh, Ciro's bog last night oh, and yeah. is awaking is awaking <laughs> in the bog. Oh, God. Uh, I think Stag, this doesn't have to be like a scene scene, but I think upon waking from that very disturbing and unsettling dream, she would have gotten up and written about it. She would have mm. like taken out her little songwriting journal, the secret one that's disguised as a history book, uh, and just written a few lyrics, a few images, like black glass, stretching hands, being pulled back in, sinking back in, stuff like that. Yeah. And then she would try a few melodies, like hum it, and hear a kind of scuffling in the corner and realize that Spat Rat is in his enclosure. So she'd go over to Spat Rat's enclosure and feed him, uh, and then look at him, pick him up, stroke him, pet him, and kind of hum at him. Aww. Uh, what is what is his reaction to your humming? I hope it's good. <laughs> I, I hope he doesn't, like, try to bite Stag's face <laughs> off. <laughs> 
No, I, I mean, personally, I'm picturing like, um, like the birds that dance when you sing. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's really into it then. I think he's <laughs> grooving, right? His little nose is twitching. His whiskers are going. Yeah. Very cute. Uh, perfect. Anybody else? He's like the, um, <laughs> I was just gonna say, he's like the raccoon in that viral video. Who's Millie rocking on camera. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Stags Miller rocking with him. I'm picturing that that the dog where someone is off camera just pushing gently on its head so it looks like it's like (laughs) Yeah, like bobbing. Yeah. Perfect the perfect head jam. That's right. Uh anybody else? X sneaks quietly, silently back into um their shared room with Baru. And would kind of just fold themselves up on their bed and not sleep, but just lay there for as long as it felt necessary. I feel like I need to start giving you levels of exhaustion. I don't understand when X sleeps. I don't either. You might actually. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take a level of exhaustion. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) God, okay. Go to sleep sometime, bitch. God damn. (laughs) Oh no, I can't listen to the music, probably. Oh my god, he's really doing it. He's grooving. How is he doing that? That's a smart baby. Weird. <laughs> oh my god, weird. Everybody Google raccoon hitting the Millie Rock. <laughs> if you can hear my voice, pause fat rat. Pause this media. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> I find it so funny that he the rag raccoon's doing it better than the woman in front of him. <laughs> yeah. She's white, Drac. What do you want from her? God damn. Um <sighs> Jaisha, okay. I would uh, like to know uh maybe Jaisha's reaction upon waking up in the um in the bog. And then I, I assume having to get back to Zuo House in some way. I think that Jaisha had gone towards uh, Ciro's like hut that is in the bog, um, trying to sort of find somewhere inside to sleep. But I assume that Ciro keeps it locked, obviously, so that, you know, other people don't get into their projects and everything. So when Ray arrived... It was locked and Ray is not very good at lock picking and all of that other stuff. Never had to learn how to do that. So I think they just kind of found like a like a like a comfortable-ish spot of ground somewhere um, and like near the hut and just kind of curled up and went to sleep. And so Jaisha wakes up the next morning covered in mud and all sorts of like grime from the plants it's like in their hair it's like gotten i think into the crevices of their like crystal vitiligo as well kind of like smattering all over them uh and they wake up and ray did not sleep well last night i don't think it wasn't quite restful okay how can it yeah be? level of exhaustion okay oh yeah. my god right <laughs> why you gotta do this to you're the one who said it i I still slept. Okay, all right. Okay, it's fine. It's chill. Level of exhaustion. Who else is tired? Uh, Let's go. (laughs) Let's light this candle. 
No, ma'am. I slept well. I promise. <laughs> yeah, sure you fucking did. Accentured <laughs> oh, herself with her morning songwriting. That's she was right. tired, but no longer. <laughs> disgusting. Fine. <laughs> then we're going to double down on this. Jisha wakes up with bags under their eyes. And <laughs> they, I think they like uh, try and get some of the mud out of rare hair at first. And not really being able to get all of it out, I think, just kind of <sighs> sits up up against like a stump and just kind of goes over the dream again. And particularly the part of the dream where Ray had met apathy or oh, sorry. Fuck. What was, what was the <laughs> agony, agony? Agony. I knew it was an A Y thing. It's a, it's a uh, fine they, line. It's a fine line to be honest. Where Ray had met agony um, and then seeing X awake but not remembering and i think that image in particular is kind of like replaying over and over in their head and kind of go okay 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 i don't think they know maybe they do know i don't know and i think they just kind of like are wrestling with themselves about like what to do with this information whether or not to tell the others to tell stag baru and zero and what to do. And I think that is kind of like how they start their morning. It's very anxious. It's very like, uh, not very, uh, restful. And eventually Jaisha gets up and does the quote unquote walk of shame to back to Zuo Graves house covered in mud and grime and not looking great. <laughs> yeah. I think you're definitely also, uh, like picking off some, uh, pests from you as well that have just sort of gotten in there with the grime and they're they're harmless but they are just sort of squirmy uh, and getting into whatever crevices they can they can find um what's about Baru um Baru slept rather well um, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean they had a they had a pleasant like the first pleasant dream in quite a while and as they wake up, I think they wake up with the kind of calmness and um, it's happiness kind of like seeps into real life for a moment. And I think laying there, it doesn't take too long before she remembers that it was all a dream and just lets out a, a, a little sigh before concentrated and checking if they can hear the ringing, if they can feel the eyes burning. And when they see that they don't, um, they pull their uh, sleeping mask off. And I think we'll get just like get, start their day like normal. They didn't have any, since it was just a very normal dream, it wasn't any like eureka or epiphany moment in dream. She, she doesn't go straight to working on any contraptions. She goes over to her desk um that kind of like rubs her face. Um, and I see my, they see X awake or yes. Yeah. Uh, just kind of gives a small smile. Says, morning. Good morning, Baru. Did you sleep well? Yeah. Yeah. I slept well. How about you? I went sleepwalking again. I found Jisha also sleepwalking. Oh, uh, oh, do do should we lock the doors? <laughs> it doesn't really matter if you lock the doors. I think I'd be able to get out anyway. Oh, um, or is Jay sure okay? 
They were covered in water, but awake the last time I saw them, so should be fine. I think they walked into the lake, but woke themselves up. Um, should we look, J- J- should we instead of locking Jace's door? I believe that is a fire hazard. I don't trust Jace's <laughs> ability to escape a room as much as I trust my own. Oh, okay. Well, well, we should talk to Jace later. That's a drowning hazard, isn't it? Just, just, what if she just drowned? What if they drowned in their sleep? Does that happen? Has it, I've never talked to anyone who's slept walk. I don't know. I didn't start sleepwalking until I arrived at Strix. So I'm not sure. That's weird. Do you know why? The clerics and ecstasy kind of like they were laying um, facing like the ceiling and they had just been staring at it for, you know, between 3 a.m. and 5 or whatever time it is now. And then when you finally had gotten up, they kind of had rolled over onto their side to like look at you. And now they kind of sit up as they start speaking. The clerics say it's because I'm in a new location and it's unfamiliar to me and I'm trying to find somewhere more familiar to me. Mm. I mean, I I guess that makes sense. Um, I think Baragash is like just sat on their beds, um, cross-legged. Um, looking over to X. Did we go on like a tour before when you arrived? Did they take you on a tour? The Dean showed me around a little bit, all of the important places. Mm. Hmm. But, and I've explored the rest of it myself in the next day or two. Okay. I just suppose it doesn't feel like, well, it just still feels like I'm out, like I'm not home yet. I mean, that's that's fair. It takes a while. Um, it took me a year to feel comfortable here, so I guess that makes sense. Did you sleepwalk when you first got here? No. Um, my my snakes couldn't sleep very well. Zeva was very restless. They kind of missed the the pillows we had back at home. Um, so, and I can like gently, um, pet one of the snakes on their head. You kind of like wraps around, um, their finger. Um, I think they're used to it now, but the pillars here are a bit firmer than what we have back at home. You couldn't bring your pillows with you. I mean, I could, but I wanted to pack lights because I already bring in quite a lot and I like gesture to, <laughs> to star, um, so I just took I took what was necessary, and luckily the school provided what was absolutely necessary, like bedding and stuff. Mm. And X is quiet for a moment. They seem rather contemplative this morning. Did did you just get used to it, or did something happen to make it feel more like home? I think I just got used to it. Um, it, it still doesn't feel like home. I, I guess I really can't say it, it ever will, but the unfamiliarness of it isn't as unsettling as it used to be. Thank you, Baru. You're welcome. I am going to brush my teeth. I think, yes. Brush my teeth, wash my face. 
and eat. I'm kind of hungry. Uh, are you hungry? I'll come with you when you're back. Okay. And I'll go to the, to the bathroom and wash my face and all of that stuff. Perfect. Wash, wash each little snake face. Yeah, I have a little toothbrush for each snake as well to clean their teeth. <laughs> they have their own, <laughs> each of their own yeah. personal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you can't expect them to share. That's just gross. gross. That's true. I'm sorry I was being unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <clears throat> so when all of you eventually trickle out uh, of your rooms or your bog or wherever <laughs> to the kitchenette, um, after waking, you find your housemates, Carrie Evenwood and Shuvadri Glintmantle. Uh, mantle. Um, if you remember, Carrie is the pink tiefling that uh, was sort of overseeing the fight at, in episode one. And uh, Shuvadri is the owlin that was quietly staring at y'all after uh, Stag broke the door. <laughs> so those are a couple of your housemates. Uh, but Shuvadri Glintmantle... Uh, they're bent over a small scuff table at the center of the space. Still no sign of Ciro. Shuvadri smiles gently and appears to be calmly enjoying a cup of tea, while Carrie frantically flips through some loose scrolls in front of her with one hand, while precariously balancing a full cup of coffee in her other. As this is Carrie, renowned for their clumsiness, she is inevitably loses her grip on the mug, and it crashes down onto the table, coating the litter of scrolls before her. Carrie curses and stands up, pushing her chair back with a loud scrape against the wood floor. Shuvadri calmly reaches over and sets the mug upright and out of the way. Carrie reaches out and plucks the topmost scroll up and holds it up and away from her as it drips down into the milky brown puddle beneath. Can I get a uh, perception check from everyone? I hate that you gave me and C a disadvantage for this. You did Disadvantage it to for the session. Let's go. You did it to yourself. <laughs> oh boy. I rolled a four and a five, so how <laughs> bad could it be? Uh, nine total be. for me. Nineteen. Twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. I said it a while ago. Yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. I didn't hear you. No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> beep boop bop. Uh, yeah, if you got over, if you got over a twelve. Uh, your attention is drawn to the soaked scroll, and you see a scrawled outline of a colossal figure drawn to scale next to a medium-sized humanoid. Shuvadri whirls the tip of a feathered hand in the air, and the coffee leeches from the parchment and swirls slowly through the air before it rests back into the mug. She appears unfazed and likely accustomed to such mishaps from Carrie. Yo, Shushu, what's up? Shoo shoo. <laughs> the Allen, the Allen looks as at, looks at you, and for the entire time that you have known them, and they're also in the graduate uh, program with you, so a number of years, they have never said anything. They've never said a word, uh, but they they are very attentive and responsive and kind. Uh, and so when you when you call them that, they're sm they turn to you and their smile grows a little bit, and they sort of hold their tea mug up to you in uh, in reverence. Um, and then maybe I think maybe she even like points at it, and then at you like, do you want a cup of tea? 
Oh, yeah, you know, I'll have a nice, uh, I'll take a beverage this morning. Uh, last night was something, huh? I feel like there was maybe like a bad moon or something. One of these astrology people would probably know. I, I didn't sleep very well. Shuvadri uh, uh. nods at you knowingly, like commiserating. Uh, and then you also? S- stands up and s- and goes over to the counter and starts uh, putting together a cup of tea. For yes, Dag starts like s- sitting at the table and like uh, like nods at the tiefling like in greeting and just says, "Hey, hey, hey, what's up? What's up?" Yeah, I don't know. I feel like ah, there must have been some like bad mojo going around Zoa Hall or something last night. I just I just couldn't sleep a, a proper wink. What's this uh, art project? Um, so you're you're explaining this, and as Shuvadri is is making the the cup of tea for you, they look over their shoulder and just like look Carrie right in her eyes, uh, and and Carrie just looks over, looks at Shuvadri, and then looks to you and is like, "Well, I had a, I had a dream last night." Uh oh. Yeah, it was like. This colossal figure that that came through my I was having a really nice dream. And then in the background, there was just this huge hulking figure that was just looming there and it didn't stop or say anything to me. It just kept going. But it was it was so. I don't know, unsettling. Huh. I think uh, this whole time, I think uh I imagine that this is after Jaisha has had time to shower and whatnot. Sure, yeah. And so, uh, so I think Jaisha had like was passing by the kitchen with like a towel, kind of like rubbing it through their hair yeah. to try and dry it. Um, and they were like mid doing that when they heard the like crash of the coffee mug. And that is what brought Rem into mm-hmm. the kitchen. And they hadn't, because I just failed my perception check. Um, I didn't um, notice. You did the, like, You made dr- your perception check. Oh, I did. Oh, you said over 12 and I got a 12, oh, which is 12, what? 12 or over. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> sorry, I think that was so rude. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's why I made a face when you said it. I, I was like, see. damn, I can't believe I just failed. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> I was like, all right, man, I see you. I see you. <laughs> I'm mad at Hamza today. I don't know why, but we're in a fight. Let's go. Put him up. Um, so, okay. So then Jaisha having noticed it, I think like had like just like peeked over at the drawing and had kind of like kept quiet um, as Stag was talking about all, like making small talk and doing all of this. And at Carrie saying that there was a colossal figure going through their dreams, I think Jaisha stills for a moment. And they like kind of slowly like bring their towel around their neck and they go, yeah, what what kind of colossal figure? Um, well, I wasn't certain, but I was really freaked out uh, because I was having this like super. And she stops and just starts like it's strange because she's pink. So her blushing is like a streak of red on uh, the pink, the pink, pink of her skin. Um, and then she kind of skips over it and is like, well, it was just unsettling. So I, I, I woke up and I and I got, went 
and I went to Shuvadri and I was freaking out. And you know, they're, they're such a, a calming force. And Carrie like looks ov- lovingly over at Shuvadri and Shuvadri not even turning around is like, yeah, you know, I know I try. Stag's just gonna, what's weird about it? <laughs> Uh, 13 with disadvantage. Yeah, I think, um, I think just like you knowing Carrie, you know, Carrie is just like a paranoid person. Um, and Shuvadri is like genuinely one of the most grounding people at the university. So Carrie often leans on Shuvadri to ground themselves and center themselves. So, and the random pause and blushing. What was that about? Okay, okay. Yeah, um, that's that's the weird part. It seems perhaps she was having an illicit dream. Carrie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carrie, <laughs> what what was the dream you were having before this huge oh, monster dude oh, rambled you, through it? You know, just a normal one like um Hey Carrie, do you want anything for breakfast? Fell out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Barugosh, like, just perfect timing. I don't think Barugosh is yeah. cocks on a torch. Like, hey, Kerry, do you want anything for breakfast? Because I think gonna be, they're going to be in the kitchen yeah. making, like, breakfast. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm basically just fueled by coffee right now. Okay. I, I don't think that's healthy. I, I'm, I'm making some scrambled eggs um, and bacon. Is that okay? Ooh, I'll have some. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, who, who else wants some? I could eat. Uh, five I'll eggs, six uh, pieces of bacon. Oh, hey, X. You want six pieces? X is just suddenly <laughs> fucking there. <laughs> and I think Jason jumps when X shows up. How high? <laughs> as high as they fucking can go. <laughs> Jason rockets through the ceiling, never to be seen again. <laughs> Team Rockets gosh. blasting <laughs> off again. <laughs> I think Barragosh didn't even like. I think it's come to a point where Baragash is like, I can just re- refer to X to X would probably be around. So they didn't even know if X was around. It was like, how about you X? And then X is just there. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. So I'll, I'll cook breakfast for everyone while this is all happening. Yeah, six strips, Carrie. You know, I'm a growing girl. I'm not making the breakfast. Why are you telling me? <laughs> I thought Carrie said six strips. Oh, Vanna said six. No, it was Vanna. <laughs> oh, it was you. I thought Carrie was judging. Stag that. goes through the fourth wall and talks yeah. to Vanna. <laughs> Grabs me by yeah. the throat. And I go, I love you. <laughs> uh, no, sorry. That was uh, that was Havana. What do you do? I always say you do this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you're... Yeah. Uh, Stag will like turn to X and notices that Jaisha like jumped and just sort of laughs and says, huh, yeah, they do have a habit of sneaking up on us, huh? Yeah, I, w- I wish that they, that they wouldn't. Sorry, I've been trying to make my footsteps a little bit louder, but I can't. <laughs> oh. Unless X is <laughs> Maybe I a bell. Again, it- just of where they were from the movement of um, the air. And you see one of the snakes slip, like, flit out their tongue oh God. Um, in, in the direction of X. It's a little bit easier than trusting your ears. Uh, have we considered getting you a bell uh, of some kind? Oh, my God. 
Like a cat? Yeah. Or like a cat? <laughs> yeah. Like a collar? Well, it doesn't have to be. It can go anywhere else. Carrie has started blushing again. <laughs> it's just like, like I need. Picture. Hold on, hold on. I need art of X and like a little like cat girl oh, with like the bell on it. I need somebody drawing in a maid outfit. In a, in a maid outfit with the ears. Yeah, this is a, a stag's imagination right now. What everyone's saying. <laughs> maid outfit. Uh, I need you to understand that in contrast to what everyone else is imagining, Jisha's fucking terrified right now. Like Jisha is terrified forgot, in this yeah. moment. That everyone is, else is thinking good. horny thoughts and Jisha's like, I'm trying to save my fucking life. <laughs> well, since we're going to Paradox Gardens, I'm sure we could pick something up for all of us, you know, like nice new fashion accoutrement. Okay. I, don't, I couldn't try to get a bow. It would be helpful. Yeah. I mean, for, like, life purposes. As opposed to... As opposed to... Death purposes? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I'm not sure how, what need dead people have for bells. Well, in, well, in bells often kingdoms... Toll. There we go. Right, but the dead people aren't the one tolling them. Yet. Oh, that's uh, you go menacing stag. Oh, thanks, Maru. Huh, nice. And Shuvadri sets uh, down um, uh, the cup of tea in front of you as well. Perfectly made. Well, thank you, Shushu. They nod to you. Ah, nice. Yeah, this smells awesome. Hey, uh, Carrie, do you think I could uh, see that scroll that you're looking at? Uh, yeah, sh- uh, sure. And uh, Carrie will just sort of scoot their chair over and indicate for you to sit next to him because there's like there's just papers everywhere. It's kind of just yeah, and Jisha will yeah, and then you can uh, you can look over it. I want to examine the scroll as much as I can, given that you know they just spilled coffee all and tea no, all over um, it. Shivadri sucked it all out with their ink magic. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, in that case, uh, Jisha is going to try and read the scroll that had that picture or that drawing of the colossal and the figure. Yeah. What can I glean from that? So it's a pretty basic, like in a in a science book, like when they're trying to describe the size of like dinosaurs or something. It's a pretty basic diagram like that. Um, but it does say uh, in a little scripted, uh, scripty font near the top of the giant's head, it says archaic. And then down at the person's level, it says medium-sized humanoid. Uh, and you can see there's just like a, a fantastical difference in the size between them. Like uh, comparatively, the archaic is a mountain, essentially. Uh, and it doesn't have, it's not detailed. It's just an outline. So it's not like a specific archaic, but uh, sort of the general idea of one. Oh God, I've trapped myself on my own chair. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, what do you know about the archaic? 
Well, I didn't know a lot, but when I woke, when I woke Shuvadri up last night, they always know what to do. We went down to the biblioplex and they knew about archaics because apparently there was one that uh, resides sort of near their homeland. Uh, and so they were able to lead me right to the scrolls. And uh, I found, uh, uh, you know, a lot of information, but not a lot of detail. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, records can be spotty sometimes. What were you able to learn, generally speaking? Uh, so you ask, and she like pull, pushes that one aside and pulls out like another one that's more like a diagram. Uh, so it's more more detailed and looks more like a specific uh, archaic. Uh, and she goes, "Well, they're these huge, towering, multi-armed creatures that they're, they're just like overflowing with magic. Like when you're near them, you're just like." Uh, you can't help but feel how just full they are with the arcane. And they they are reported to have this vast understanding of the universe, right? But they only speak vaguely or in riddles. So it really you really have to be someone special to sort of parse out the clues that they give you and and get the answers to whatever questions you're you're asking. Um, but, but, but do you want me to keep going or? Well, they speak to people, you said, right? So who who do they generally speak to? I mean, I mean, Shivadri, you, you had one that lived near your hometown. Apparently, did you ever speak to one? Uh, Shivadri, <laughs> who was never spoken in front of you, <laughs> shakes their head no. <laughs> I'll put a speak being used more generally <laughs> as a term. Um, I, I put a plate of um, food in front of Kerry as well. Here you go. She just shoves a piece of toast in her mouth barbarically, oh. and then and then through the through the like crumbs flying out, she's just like, and it's also assumed that that they were they were they're been on on the plane. For as long as the founder dragons, like they're as old as the founder dragons. So they're just like, I don't know. That makes X perk up, actually, like the uh, founder dragons. Mm -hmm. I think they were just kind of sitting next to Stag and I think they had just taken a piece of bacon off of her plate and had started (laughs) eating it. Um, But at that, they kind of perk up and look over to Carrie. Is there any way to talk to them or to find them? Um, yeah, from what I understand, they speak, um, psionically? You're, that's your thing, Jaysha. What's it called? Psych- uh, telepathically. Telepathically. Um, but yeah, they, but uh, any attempts, I, I feel like there's, like, sort of, it's sort of like a test, right? If, if someone goes, right, okay. A thought experiment, Okay. You're an adventurer. You want to find out where the ancient sword of Boggledork is, okay? You go to the arcade because they have infinite ancient knowledge of, who knows, the entire universe, the, the entirety of time. So you go and you're like, hey, I need to I need to find the sword of Boggledork. And then they say nothing. Um, but then but I think maybe they're giving you a test, right? They're, they're looking at the adventurer and they're, they're knowing things about them. How could they know those things? And then they decide if you're worth talking to. And then if you are, then they, then they talk in your mind and they, they give you a vague words or puzzles or, or, 
what's it, riddles? Uh, and then if you can parse through that, then you can maybe find the thing you're looking for. But if they don't think you're worthy, then they're not, they're not going to say anything. And everybody who's tried, uh, to try to like, uh, pierce their minds or whatever, like, you know, get in there by force is, it's just like a, it's just like a brick wall in there. So they're kind of like the star arches. How? Like decides who's worthy and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't think about it like that, but I guess so. Ooh, check this out. I made a face with the eggs and the bacon. Wow, Stag. It looks nice. <laughs> Thanks. Do you want to eat I, the mouth? I set another plate. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, I see. I think I see um, Stag feeding eggs. I'm like, oh, do you not want your own? Or I'd like mine too, please. Okay, and I'll set it down. Thank you, Barrett. X. And in the other hand, I have one for um, Jaysha. I set that down in front of um, Rem. Yeah, I think Jaysha, uh, like, thanks Baru for the food, but doesn't, like, touch it. And Ray is still, like, staring at this scroll that has the more, like, detailed diagram of the archaic and listening to Carrie talk about tests and riddles. They kind of think back to the riddle, quite frankly, that they had been told by the archaic in their dream last night. And I think they like say out loud without meaning to like, what was that a test? No, I I don't think there's going to be a test. I mean, I'm just, it's just personal research. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. No, this isn't uh coursework. It's your is this your dissertation? No, I mean, it wasn't, but maybe I need to switch to it. Stag is looking at you, Jaysha, with open suspicion. <laughs> like she's chewing on like a piece of egg and is not even disguising the fact that she's squinting at you. It's super obvious. What? Well, I know. Did you also have a freaky dream last night? Also, uh, are other people having freaky dreams? Other than Carrie, of course. And well, Shivadri! Kind of dream. You too, Shushu? Damn. Gods are getting us good last night. What about you, Baru? Do you have a freaky dream? No, actually, no. Um, mm. I think Maybe all your snakes diffused it. You know, like, freaky dream vibes came at you, but it spread out across all of your minds. Uh, maybe I, I don't. I might need to look into how that exactly that works. Um, maybe I, I don't. Know. My dream was nice. It was peaceful. It was uh, the first peaceful dream I had for a while. I think huh. maybe I had my freaky dreams before then. Hmm. I just hit my quota. Well, what about you, X? I was sleepwalking again last night. Ah. Oh. Sorry to hear that. That sucks. It's always so scary when you do that. Sorry. I'll wear the bell next time. <laughs> what, did you punch anyone else in the face? No, but I did see Jaysha. Jaysha? <clears throat> and I think Jaysha was, like, taking a sip of, like, the tea or coffee that had been made for, for Rem. And, like, they were, like, a mid-sip. And they kind of, like, choke on it a little bit. 
<clears throat> yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I was also sleepwalking last night. Uh, I think I may have walked into the lake or something. Uh, yeah. When I woke up, found X. They were soaking wet. Like I said, oh. uh, maybe walked into the lake. I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't. don't Are you worry sure? About me. Do you think we should like? It's like it's not a lock in your room. If you, I mean, X said that wouldn't be safe, but that seems walking into the lake seems dangerous. I'd right. rather not that my I'd rather not have my room be lockable from the outside. Just feels oh, no, 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 from unsafe. the inside, from from the inside on your your side, of course. Ah, uh, maybe maybe that would help. Um, yeah, oh, maybe we could get an maybe. alarm spell so that somebody would wake up if you went sleepwalking again. Oh, I I don't know the alarm spell off the top of my head. I really, I really don't think we need to wake up the entire uh, house just for that. Uh, We could, we could set up that only wakes up one person. Um, Oh, oh, well, we could just get you a bell too. I don't, I don't know that that's necessary. It's only fair if X gets a bell and you're also sleepwalking, you should also get a bell or else we're just kind of singling X out. Well, X gets a bell because they keep sneaking up on us and I don't do that. Well, then maybe your bell can be like a like similar to the alarm spell. It's like a alert bell. So if we hear it jingling, jangling, then we know you're here up and about. Right. Uh, sure. <laughs> and I think JJ is like looking at X with um, almost like discerningly trying to see if there is anything off about X, any remnants of that entity that Jaisha had kind of uh, met, witnessed uh, the night before. No. They seem kind of tired. But you gather that's from days and days worth of sleepwalking and not actually getting a good night's rest. Do you remember anything about last night, X? Besides waking up? And seeing you there, no. Nothing about your dreams or... In my dreams, I'm walking too. Usually through a white mist. And then I'll wake up and I'll be somewhere else. You didn't see anybody you knew in your dreams? One one of us? Stag? Baru? Yeah, did you dream about me? Oh, um, no, I usually don't see anyone. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. See, are you, is X lying? I don't think so. Okay. I think they all, they sometimes get visions of their past or memories, Mm. but I don't know if it's frequent. Okay. I think most of the time they're just walking through the white mist. Okay. Uh, uh, Jaja, what were you dreaming about? Last night. Uh, I was underwater. And you were in a lake. Do you think maybe they're related? Probably. Uh, You know, dream about being underwater. Go find water. Seems like solid sleepwalking logic to me. I mean, I will say maybe probably the other way around. 
you walked into water and then you, yeah. you dreamt that you were under water. Or yeah, that. She said, yeah, yeah. Or that. Yeah. <clears throat> but That's we, kind of scary. So you were just like drowning for your entire dream? That's awful. No, actually, I was also walking similar to X. Just underwater, not in mist. Hmm. Huh. And the two of you just happened to meet each other last night at the same place. Did you two, did you two dream about each other or something? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Can I insight check? You can't insight check. I will roll my sad little deception check. <laughs> I'm not going to roll, but I will have like my passive insight just to be like, wait. I don't think they're actively looking for mm-hmm. this. I have a plus zero to insight, so I got a flat ten. <laughs> I got a five. <gasps> oh. oh. Spicy. Oh. I can't wait for Stag to misinterpret this. <laughs> yes, no, Stag is absolutely gonna misinterpret this. Like, yeah, so no, you know, I have an idea. Yeah, so you know that Jaisha is lying. Uh you can ascertain that the way that Jaisha has been acting ever since Stag showed up, or sorry, ever since X showed up into the room has been different, has been off. Uh Jaisha mm. has been nervous, has been trying to keep their distance from X as much as possible, um, isn't able to quite look X in the eyes, like not really making eye contact, um, just very nervous energy around ecstasy in particular. And yeah, uh, Jisha's lying. Definitely dreamed about X last night. Can I, uh, I realize you left something in my room, uh, last night. Do you mind coming with me to my room to grab it? I wasn't in your room last night. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, everyone. Thanks for the eggs and bacon, Baru, and the tea. Thank you. It's delicious. Uh, And Jisha hasn't touched any of the food. (laughs) Uh, We'll be right back. You know, we've got a big shopping trip today. Just uh, real quick, you know, it's like a hair tie or something. Right, yeah. And Jisha will follow Stag. Are we actually going to your room? No. Stag just pulls you into the hall and, like, closes... (laughs) very weirdly closes the door that's always open to the kitchen that has just like a door jam but she just takes it out and closes it is there a window in the door (laughs) (laughs) uh that's up i don't even know that's up to you i asked because like is it like you pretend to go to your room and then y'all have a conversation where very audible yes yes a hundred percent a hundred percent that's what stack's doing yeah i do think like it's kind of like um standard to have like with those kind of doors should have windows for yeah, like safety reasons like a little circle yes. but so it's yeah. not the whole thing but as you move uh anyone looking over there can catch like the top of your heads going and moving yeah. in and out <laughs> of frame yeah yeah exactly so stack sort of pulls you out closes the door and immediately turns and says what's going on between you and x um uh nothing nothing we were all we've uh, we nothing? were all together yesterday and yeah, oh, okay. You know what, Jaisha? Something's not adding up here. Because as soon as X appeared randomly in the kitchen, out of invisibility, you were even more jumpy than you usually are. You've been looking at them all weird all morning, and then added on to that strange not-confession wink-wink last night. I, no, I think I, I know what's going on here, Jaisha. What do you think is going on here? I'm scared to ask. You're rebounding. 
from being rejected I, by me. And I, X is an easy person to try to rebound to because they're sleepwalking. And, you know, you can confess all your feelings to someone who's sleepwalking and not get rejected. I, so you, not, quote unquote, not sleptwalked last night. I, and your dream about the water and stuff? Come on, Jasha. That's just obviously a lie. I don't, I, I, I am not hiding anything. I don't have stag. I am not interested in you or X. Uh, Neither of the two are, you know, you're both lovely people, but I don't. Okay. Then then what else could you be lying about? (sighs) Okay. You got me. I'm rebounding on X. I knew. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. Jaysha, it's not anything you have to be ashamed about. A lot of people have gotten their hearts broken by me, but it's fine. You're joining a uh, a fraternity of of fantastic exes. Okay. Uh, People who reject. We would need to have dated to be exes and we never. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen, Jaysha. Uh, and I'm so so heartbroken over it, yep. and that's why X is the next. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I'm. Can you do me a favor, actually, Stag? Yeah. Can you keep an eye on X to see if there's anything weird about their behavior lately? Oh, like if they start to get weird around you, too, because maybe they remember that you tried to confess to them while they were sleepwalking, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, not just around me, but just in general. Uh, You know, I just want to make sure that, you know, X is okay. Because you have feelings for them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yes. For you, Jaysha, because I feel really bad about this. I mean, two rejections in a row. That's whoo-hoo. Couldn't be me, Chief. So, uh, yeah, I'll keep an eye on X. Don't worry. I have Thank my word. Thank you. Thank you, uh, you so much. I, I give you my word that I will keep an eye on X for you. Thank you. This is why I am so in love with you. You're so nice. Okay, Jaysha, you're just making this awkward now. All right, okay, let's all just right. Pretend let's... like this didn't happen. Go back in. Uh, we can, you know, just follow my lead. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And Before they come like... back in, <laughs> because I use my passive, my passive insights. I don't, I don't think this will be a thing Bar is looking for. But a five is higher than an, an eleven, which is my passive insight. So I think when. Jaysha and Stag leave. I'll turn to X and just go, is anything, is something weird happening between you and Jaysha? And X, whose passive insight is a 15, (laughs) furrows their brow a little bit. I don't know. They're kind of making eyes at you. Eyes? And that seems to distract X from like their their whatever line of thought that they had gone down, and they turn to Baru and like do again this kind of perfect mask of like confusion, like they had seen it on uh, Carrie's face, and they mimic the expression like on from Carrie like perfectly. Yeah, like eyes. 
they seem nervous around you suddenly. Um, a lot of people are nervous around me. I've been trying to work on that. I feel like it's different, though. <laughs> Carrie looks between Baru and, uh, and X, and then to X says, you know, you're not supposed to shit where you eat. Huh? And we what? all have to live in this house together, so, you know, keep it in your pants. Oh, is that what? You want me to shit in my pants? <laughs> And that's when Stag comes back in. <laughs> uh, and she's like, oh, it's too bad we couldn't find your hair tie, Jaisha. You know, but we looked up and down and under all over the place. But uh guess it just wasn't meant to be found. Shuvadri raises the, the feathers of their brow up and takes a sip of tea. <laughs> Gosh darn, this. my hair tie lost to yeah. the ether. Uh, lost to the ether. And I'll put like a hair tie off my wrist and just hand it like hand over. Oh, thank you. And uh, Jisha will take it and I guess just kind of look at it for a second. Like, what do I do with this? And then we'll just add it to one of their braids that already has a hair tie on it. And we'll just like add it as an extra hair tie to that braid. <laughs> so awkward. Uh, Carrie, ah. Carrie is, sh- is shaking her head and is going back to looking at the at the documents. Oh, I think maybe she shoots a like a kind of a side eye, not not like mean, but but a suspicious look at at Jaisha before she does that. X kind of leans back and turns to Baru and says quietly, "I'm not going to do that." <laughs> um, I is- think it's a, it's, like, it's a turn of phrase, an ex- expression. Um, but yeah, it's probably best you don't do that. Uh, Carrie flips over one page and, uh, Suvadri, Suvadri leans over and, and takes one feathered finger and kind of taps on the page that Carrie just turned to. I'll, I'll look at the page. Uh, Yeah, it is. It is not a diagram, but, uh, like a full illustration of a particular, Archaic. Have we heard? Have we heard of archaics? I think I think they they are known of, but they are very rare. Um, okay. So, and again, very mysterious. So, there's not a ton of info on them. But yeah, it would not be it would not be abnormal that to have heard of them before. Okay. Just seen one, unlikely. Okay. Oh. Is that a different one? And I will like take the page to see, look at it. Yeah, this is the one that Shuvadri's seen. Uh, oh. And you look down at the drawing, and it's it's another you know colossal figure. You can tell because at the bottom of the image uh, is just a, a copse of trees, and they're like they're like a miniature size compared to the archaic, and it has uh, uh, three arms on each side that are outstretched. And um, two that are clasped uh, at its center. And it has sort of like this webbing that goes between its head or what resembles a head uh, and its topmost shoulders. And then it has these like flat um, squared off horns, essentially, that are coming out from the the mass that is uh, where its head is at. And, uh, and then a floating like red gemstone that is uh is poised above um the mass of their head 
and they're walking through um, just snow-capped trees. Well, these are huge. I mean, I knew they were big, but... Yeah, this is this is the one Chuvadri's seen because uh, it's from her home in her home city. Silk Meadow is at the base of the Grey Rise, which is where this archaic kind of paces. Hmm. Do Do you think the one that you saw was trying to speak to you? Me? No, it, yeah. it didn't say shit. It just walked on through. Hmm. And I don't recognize the shape in either of the two drawings I have here. What do the ones look like? Sorry, Jisha will just walk over. Do I recognize the shape of any of the other two as the mm, colossal for my dream? Give me a. Uh, you don't have to roll with disadvantage. Um, a, a history check? I have a plus six to history. I just need you all to know. That's I got an eight. eight. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Hamna? <laughs> that was without disadvantage. I just oh need, I need you to God. go. <laughs> um, yeah, you, <laughs> Jesus, you don't know. Who can say? Dreams are a, a wild place to be, and you remember bits and pieces and scraps and scribbles, right? So... Who can say? Um, but when you walk over, Carrie takes it as you want to see the other, uh, the other uh, archaic they're referring to. So they they pull to the front a different. Yeah, this one is in um, a more temperate area, so it has uh, lush green fields, a sparse amount of trees, and then like a rocky terrain that goes upward. Not mountainous, but just boulderous. Um, and it has like smooth gray skin, the same amount of limbs. Uh, and then it's two kind of protrusions uh, go straight forward from where its eyes should be with that same sort of slim mouth underneath. But floating in between the two horns, for lack of a better term, is just like a gigantic pearl is what it looks like. And then it has almost like scaling down from uh, the bottom of its face to uh, the tops of its shoulders and down into its chest. Yeah, this one can be found uh, between the ruins of Cairdun and, uh, and, the, and the grove of Eljor. It kind of just paces back and forth between those two points. As, I mean, as far as the documents say, anyway. I wonder where they're going and why. I don't think they're going anywhere. By all accounts, uh, she's ruffling through the pages again. It's it's pretty aimless wandering. Is there one no. that wanders by a lake? Mm, Carrie pulls out uh, a map of Arcavios and is looking, uh, pinpointing like the runes of Cairdun, which are uh, it, any from anyone, especially from Lorehold, would know that it's a once prominent kingdom. That's now, uh, it's been in ruin since the Blood Age. Uh, and then the Grove of Eljor is an elvish enclave. So she's running her finger between the two points looking for, like, uh, mass bodies of water. Uh, and shakes her head and then looks um, at the mountains. And it's just, like, uh, the mountain is, like, completely jagged and just, like, uh, steep and tall. And there's not really a place for a large body of water to fit. 
You know, I, it, it doesn't look like it. But, I mean, we certainly don't have all the accounts of their every behavior. Maybe at some point, I mean, if they're as old as the Founder Dragons, then maybe at some point there was a leak in one of these areas, and they're just, over time, it's been lost to the Earth. That's just, that's oh. just a theory. <laughs> I, I, I'm just rambling. That's a really smart theory, actually, Carrie. Probably why you're so intelligent. Thanks, Stag. Uh... <laughs> Carrie looks taken aback by the compliment, but appreciates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stag's like rubbing her chin and staring at these images. Do they all look like that? You know, with like the horns and the multiple limbs and the big old chunk of rock? I mean, these are the only two that, as far as I can tell, we have documentation of. So I don't know if there's more and we just don't have records on them or... Huh. No. Well, well Jasia, you're kind of a rock person. <laughs> uh, quite literally, yes. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think that they all look like that. Uh, the, the, the stones, they're all different, right? And Jaisha will kind of like point to the one that has like an opal and the other one uh, with the red uh, gem on it. Yeah, people refer to the, them as the archaic's eyes since they don't really have ones in their face or whatever that mass is. Uh, and, and it's also rumored that if you are able to steal the eye of an archaic, you're able to become an archaic yourself or like harness their power or something like that. Obviously, no one's ever done it, but. I would want to be like super big, but I mean, how would you even? You already are like, pretty big. Make... Well, yeah, like as tall as a mountain. Like, sure, how would you even sure. make friends like that? I don't think At they the mention... have friends. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. At Jay. the mention of power and being able to steal it, Jisha's eyes, I think, automatically flit up to X. Like, without moving rare face, rare eyes go up to X to see like X's reaction. And there's a, a reaction of genuine interest there. Like something about that made X go, huh, interesting. And like, you can see it folding into their memory, but in the same way that it's like very quiet and they don't say much about anything, it just kind of folds in, but you can see that there's something about it that is interesting them because they are looking at the pages and looking at Carrie as they're speaking. And Jisha, without pulling rare gaze away from X, I think just says, but it would be very, very difficult, possibly impossible to do that. Right, Carrie? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not violent creatures at all. I mean, maybe uh, don't tell them I called them creatures. I don't know what to call them, uh, but they're not violent. And, and it seems like the only way that they sort of lash out with their power, size or strength is if somebody messes with them first. Like trying to steal their eye. Well, I mean, I have not found any documentations of anyone actually trying that. It's just a, you know, hmm. theory. But I'm sure oh, if well, someone did, they would. Ar- Go ahead. I wonder how many of the archaic used to be people that just stole their eyes and now became archaics. I hadn't thought about that. Like with the lake thing, right? Who knows? That's a good point. 
There's also people that have that have gone and they've identified that the source of their magic is celestial. And so I have a theory that maybe we only see a couple because they're traveling back and forth between the divine plane and the material one. Whoa. Wait, so the archaics can give magic? Uh, I don't know. There's no reports of that. But they are incredibly powerful. I could ask my mom about that. I wasn't as, as much. She used to go adventuring back in her heyday. Maybe she knows about stuff like that. She, she's kind of connected to celestial and celestial magics. It I mean, might if, be if you're worth looking in, in learning anymore. Um, it might be worth looking into for our project. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. Right. Oh, we need. We need supplies. Um, I have a good way to get us there. The Dean of Abstract, um, the, the Dean of Radiance, uh, my advisor, has portal privileges that he would be very willing to share with us. Oh, sweet. Free portal ride. We'll just have to go uh, talk to him first. Sure, sounds good to me. I don't think I've met this guy before. Isn't he, like, new or something? A little bit. Not quite, though. Amazing. I'm gonna get it ready. <laughs> I need to put yeah. my face on. Any other uh, questions uh, for Carrie or Shivadri? Stag, Stag does the dishes. Before, Aww, <laughs> before what a sweetie. Leave. Um... I think as you mention uh, going to get supplies, Carrie just sort of blurts out that it's like, if you find any other information about archaics, please let me know. Yeah. I'm a little freaked out, but also mostly intrigued. You got it, Carrie. If you dream about them again, uh, let me know. Okay. I'll do it. Awesome. Uh, and with that, y'all sort of go back to your own spaces to get ready for your trip. And X, are you heading to the dean's office? I was going to wait if everyone wanted to come. Uh, yeah, but I was going to uh, say, who I else will, wants to go? Who else wants to go with X? Stag wants yeah. to go. Okay. Sure. Y'all yeah. can do a field okay, trip. Yeah. All right. Well, then when we get back from break, we will all go on a field trip. Uh, to the dean's office and during the break please check out our amazing sponsors uh exclamation point sponsors in the chat and uh check out our goal we're uh over halfway thank you all so much everybody's contributed so far and uh if you want to talk about the show on socials or share anything that you've made in relation to it use hashtag higher ed rpg and we'll see you right back here in about 10 minutes yay We are on a field trip to the Silver Quill's Dean of Radiance, Aram Abstract. Um, see, if you wouldn't mind, if you have a if you have a vision of what this particular dean's office looks like, um, I we can we can team up on it. Ooh, I would love to team up on it. I feel like it is very um, like. Uh, rich lesbian aunt 
energy who works as like an art curator. You know what I mean? So it's not like an artist's studio, but it's like a curator's very fine kind of like um, lacquered oak. You know what I mean? And everything is in like black and brass kind of thing. And like the shaded like gold lamps kind of thing. And there's like a tiny bronze statue that's worth 10,000 gold pieces because it was made by like the artist of the century kind of thing. I That's the energy that I'm getting immediately. The artist century, artist of the century, Jiminy McFuck. <laughs> <laughs> return of Jiminy McFucks. The return of Jiminy McFucks. No, I think that's um I think that's perfect. And I think sort of antithetical to uh what they are a dean of. It's usually pretty dimly lit in there. Like it's it's like you said, covered lamps and just like uh intermittent candles. Non-scented. Uh, you know, you don't want to mess with the art in any way by bringing in uh, sort of uh, illicit materials. Um, amazing. So you, you show up is, is, uh, Dean Abstract used to you showing up unannounced or have you called ahead or what's the situation? I get the feeling that he's, I wouldn't say used to, but aware that X will in fact just show up. They don't, uh, they don't respect office hours is maybe what I'll say. Um, I wonder, is there a secretary? To his office. That's up to you. I think. <sighs> Do deans have secretaries? I've never heard of school before. So. No. Okay. Don't. Okay. Well, then. Um, oh, but I don't know. Maybe no one has a secretary except for him. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So. That is some energy. <laughs> there's yeah. a, there's a, a, a secretary outside of his office that ev- all the other deans roll their eyes at this concept. But, you know, he can do what he want. He's the he's the one of the deans of Silver Quill. Um, what does is the secretary used to you showing up unannounced? Yes. OK. Be- belaboredly knows that they will probably receive like the the talking to about X showing up, like it's, right. you know, X will not receive the, the punishment for them showing up, up and announced. So I imagine it's a very like beleaguered, uh, greeting. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, uh, four of you rock up and, uh, and the secretary first like locks eyes with you X and then kind of looks at your entourage and just does a full eye roll and then <laughs> waves their hand free to enter uh and uh as you head into the office it's two like giant dark wood double doors i think that lead into that uh the dean's office what you do x uh knocks on the door politely before just opening it who's there ecstasy there is a very long pause (laughs) And then you all can hear scrambling on the other side of the door. Um, And like it sounds like drawers are being opened and closed and like papers are being shuffled on the desk uh, and just some other strange noises that you can't place. Uh, And then the person size goes, you may enter. And before like the 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 enter comes, X kind of just looks over their shoulder, like in this weird, you know, this kind of like weird way where they're like, "Yes, this is what somebody who's like looking over their shoulder does." They look like this, and they go, 
he does this every time. <laughs> and then they like just turn and stare at the door until the, uh, the, the sound comes from yeah. within and they push both of the doors open. Perfect. You, you push in and, um, the man behind the desk is doing his best imitation of being casual, but he's obviously deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and who you see is a male tiefling with radiant bronze skin, and he's in a high black turtleneck, black coat, white slacks, and a giant oversized emerald on his left hand. And his silver hair is, is like slicked back tight against his skull. Uh, and he's he's like leaning back in his chair, trying to look trying to look cash, and goes, "Oh, ecstasy! I wasn't expecting you today." Yes, I apologize, Professor Abstract. It's good to see you. These are my housemates, Jaisha, Stag, and Barugash. Nice to meet you. I don't get a lot of outside students into my office too often. It's nice yeah. to meet you too. Yeah, Greetings, to Dean. You. Uh, you can call me Dean Abstract. I prefer the full Dean title. Abstract. Thank you. Yes, yes, Dean of course. Abstract. I like your emerald. Uh, he he like holds up his hand and looks at it like he's seeing it for the first time. His eyes shoot over to X and then back at you and goes, "Yes." Certainly not my most precious piece in the office, but one I hold dear for sentimental reasons. Uh, dead wife? Excuse me? Stag! I'm... What? <laughs> this is a man's just... ring. <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> uh, dead spouse? No one's dead. Okay, Stag, I'm so I, you, I, I, I. You don't don't. Just when they say it for sentimental death? reasons, I you just can assume. care about You can have things. sentimental reasons <laughs> yeah. for not for people not being dead. It doesn't have to be linked to well, death. Yeah. Of loved ones. Okay. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Dean Abstract. I seem to have come down with a heavy case of foot and mouth syndrome. <laughs> Certainly, I, this is uh, it turns to X is like. This is not uh, necessarily the kind of company I assumed you would keep. What kind of company would you assume that I would keep? Well, honestly, I assumed you would keep none. That's a fair assumption. X doesn't seem ruffled by that at all. I don't think he was um, trying to ruffle you. I think he's genuinely confused. <laughs> Um, he stands up from the desk, and uh, if you're all sort of lined up in front, he takes the wide berth, the opposite side of where X is standing, uh, and starts, uh -huh. like, staring into a, a painting, pretending to be enthralled by it. Well, what can I help you with today, ecstasy? I was, I was hoping we'd be able to use your portal pass. We're on our way to Paradox Gardens to pick up a few supplies. For our respective theses. He kind of stiffens when you say this, and he doesn't turn around. And he goes, well, the portal passes are, are there a, you know, a very uh, rare case basis, as it were. We're not authorized to hand them out for just any old thing. 
But as your favorite student, and given that this is important research for my thesis. He slowly turns around and, and almost hesitantly asks, and how does it pertain to your thesis? Well, paradox is an interesting literary term. I believe that going to a place called Paradox Gardens, while, of course, assisting my fellow graduate students, would lend me a perspective that I haven't yet achieved here at Strixhaven. You are always asking us in class to broaden our horizons. I am, that is true. But perhaps you could simply read about Paradox Gardens or study the, the the origin of the word or its namesake. But beauty, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And if we never meet a beholder, kill it and fight it, well, then we'll never really know what beauty is. Why would That's you, how the saying goes. Why would you meet a beholder of Paradox Gardens? Well, I'm not sure. But I certainly won't meet a beholder here, so... Well, I don't know. Have you filled out the paperwork at least? I was hoping you'd be able to do that. You want me to fill out your paperwork request for your portal pass? Yes. Can you give me uh, an intimidation? <laughs> And disadvantage. Why? Do I still have oh yeah, you're exhausted. exhausted. <laughs> I don't know. I, I am think you exhausted. Have, I think you have advantage on this guy, so I think it just evens out. Understood. That's a, a good old seventeen. Well, I suppose that is something that I could do, considering your family is a close friend of mine. And what about the rest of them? And he's looking down at the ground at this point, but just gestures sort of broadly at the rest of the group. They're my plus one. There's three of them. Yes. Of course he can't star. Just seems to just now notice the seven foot construct. <laughs> yes. Well, it's certainly well, one thing to to permit a singular student without the paperwork, without previous request, and without. Well, we're also getting materials for another professor. And who might that right? be? Baru. Oh, yes, um, Professor Lachaud. Um she, she knows where we're going to Paradox Gardens today. <sighs> well, you could ask her for a portal pass. Okay. Oh, but we've already come so far. Oh. He locks Ooh. eyes with you, X. <laughs> X doesn't waver. I think Stag actually leans in and genuinely tries to whisper, but her whisper carries everyone in the room could hear <laughs> it. Like, whisper, leans into yeah. X and says, X, I thought you had this Dean kind of, like, in your pocket. Is he more troublesome than we thought? 
I hope not. Because that's going to be a problem. It is going to be a problem, isn't it, Stag? There's yeah, there's like no problem. One. There's no problem. Uh, who said there was a problem? Maybe X's family? Uh, Stag is just throwing stuff out into the air at this point. <laughs> has no idea what's happening, but it's just... <laughs> Sounds pretty part of the course for Stag, yeah. <laughs> um... He, his eyes go wide and he looks from Stag to X and goes, well, your family doesn't have a problem. Did they say there was a problem? Not yet, because I assumed there would be no problem. But if we don't get into Paradox Gardens today, then I think that would pose a, a big problem for our, uh, I suppose, our timeline and our deliverables. Because we do always deliver on our promises, and we're never late. I'm aware of your efficiency. Fine. Uh, and he goes back behind his desk and pulls out the top drawer and uh, pulls out uh, a couple sheets of paperwork and starts filling them in. I appreciate it. Hmm. I trust that you will communicate to your family that I have obliged your request without of problem, course. without incident. Of course. As soon as communications, well, as soon as communications are made, then everyone will be assured that you've been extremely helpful in getting me settled here at Strixhaven. Good. Uh, while he's filling that out, does anyone do anything or say anything? Stag leans in again to X uh, and trying to whisper, but again, whisper carries. Uh, so what What exactly is up with like you and this Dean and your family? Oh, Professor Abstract is a family friend. Right, right, right. Okay, like a a a, fr a friend of the monastery, and now Stag is like addressing the dean as well. The dean looks up and again eyes go wide, and then looks to X for like confirmation. <laughs> a friend of the monastery. Yes, I'm a. I'm We're a all aware. Strong supporter of. The church. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Southern Baptist. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, why did we, why, why are we here? Why did we, why did we come here? <laughs> yes, there are a great many pieces of art and even poetic texts at the monastery. Mm. Nice. No, Professor Abstract has... Visited to study them before. Ah, like a traveling monk. Nothing like that. No. Yeah, oh, no. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Uh, I, I don't really know much about monastery stuff, and uh, I'd, I'd like to know more. What was it like when you studied at the monastery, uh, Dean Abstract? panicked look at X again uh, then back at Stag and it's just like 
It was life-changing. Wow. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Now, I'd, I'd love to visit a, a place of religious study someday. It's, it sounds cool. I'm super into that stuff. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I know it means a lot to you, X, and is your whole background and everything. And, and I happen to be very just interested in it personally, completely separately. You are? I don't remember. Yes, Barry. Were you saying that you actually thought that religion was like kind of silly and. Zip your lips. Sorry, I just. Uh, the dean sort of uh, claps the edge of the stack of papers on the table and, and puts it into like an outbox <laughs> container uh, and then uh, slides uh, a portal pass uh, across the table, which is essentially, I think just sort of um, an, a small palm-sized arcane wagon wheel uh, that is undulating and uh, in uh, different glowing colors. Thank you, Professor. Yes, I, I, I must remind you, though, that this is a, not something I can hand out frequently. I would never misuse the power. I'll make sure we sign and do all the paperwork properly next time. Um, thank you. Yes, I apologize. It must have slipped my mind that we needed that before we arrived. Yes, it must have. Uh, please close your close the door on your way out. Uh, you all uh, go on ahead. I actually just thought of some questions for the Dean. Connections to my own thesis that I just thought about. I'll, I'll catch up. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. We'll meet you at the portal. Uh, before Stag leaves, she leans into Jaysha and, and kind of whispers, you better not be trying to like, get in nice with X. We talked about this, Jaysha. No, no. I promise. Strictly academic. Okay. I'm watching you. And <clears throat> Jesus. Nice to meet you, Dean Abstract. And mm -hmm. we should definitely talk monk stuff. In the future. Not, yeah. a, not a monk. Not a monk. Yep. But. <laughs> and stag leaves. <laughs> All right, Jaysha, you are you're alone. I think with X out of the room, uh, Aram Abstract's demeanor changes once the door closes. Uh, and his brow furrows and he leans forward on the desk with uh, his evil little fingies. Um, what do you call a steeple together? And is almost like glaring at you. And doesn't say anything, just like waits for you to start talking. And Jaysha, I think, uh, sits in the chair that is like on the opposite side of the desk. And uh, it's kind of like leaned back because suddenly this is a very intense energy that Ray is receiving. And they kind of sit back and they go. Is everything OK It between you and X? Hmm, inside shake. Oh, okay, okay. I will do that. Ah ha ha ha, that one. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> 
their uh, their demeanor has completely changed, and there is not an ounce of expression on their face, one way or the other, when you ask the question. Uh, and then he goes, "Yes, we are fine. Why do you ask?" I just, I just thought that if there was any way, and I think Jisha at this point like kind of leans in. And starts to whisper, even though nobody else is in this room. Um, I think paranoid that X might be on the other side of the door listening to this conversation. Uh, just kind of like whispers. If you're in trouble, if X is threatening you in some way or. I'm not sure who you are. He stands up and moves around behind you. and. Puts, like, a deep grip into your shoulder. But I am a dean at this school. And I think I'm a little bit more capable of taking care of myself than you are. There is strength in numbers. And if X is a threat... I think Jason's like stock still, like looking straight forward. Uh, I think he he leverages uh, the grip on your shoulder and spins you around in the chair, which is not a spinning chair. So he just like forcefully turns it on the ground. Uh, and he looks directly in your eyes and says, what are you getting at? There's a lot that we don't know about X, but the little that I do know, I don't like. Now here I thought you were friends. I thought so too. But they are keeping many secrets and it feels like leveraging some of them against you. He turns around, uh... And sort of meanders over to a pillar that has a sculpture on top of it that is of a humanoid figure that has fallen on their own sword. And he traces one long bronze finger on the exterior of it. Have you ever heard the expression, don't ask questions you don't want the answer to? I have. I can assure you that ignorance is not going to help anyone in this case, I think. Oh, you are quite mistaken. I do believe ignorance is the only thing keeping you in one piece at this time. So for your sake, and mine, and your whole little group, I will give up the ghost. And you don't have to take my advice. He turns around and is gesticulating, walking to the other side of the room. But I refuse to let you involve me in such a thing. I do not know you. I do not care for you. And what I do care for 
is my own self-preservation. And anyone who's trying to come between me and my own livelihood is a problem. Do we understand uh, each other? Yes, sir. That was not my intention. I apologize. I don't really give a shit what your intention is. But you should know what the consequences are. Of course. My apologies. And Jisho will stand up slowly. It was nice to meet you. And they will open the door slowly. I think, like, basically, like, asking for permission with every action that they take. To leave? To leave. Yeah. Uh, when you say, it was nice to meet you, he goes, I wish I could say the same. And then waves you off, essentially. And Jisha will leave, close the door, and kind of just, like, slump against it <laughs> afterwards. It's like, <sighs> Okay, so maybe not the dean. So do you, and, go, do you go and meet everyone at the the Star Arch? Yeah, Ray will go to the portal. Cool. Yeah, we'll just say it's a we'll just say it's a portal sort of on the the edge between Sil uh, Silver Quill College Campus and the main part of campus. And uh, with the uh, pass in your hand, uh, you are able to walk through it, and everyone who's with you is as well. Um, I have a quick question. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if it was like a slip of the tongue, but is the portal of the Star Arch or are they separate things? The Both. It is a, it is oh, a portal okay. and a Star Arch. So, so okay. the Star Arches, some of them have, have, uh, have, be uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Are also used as portals. Okay. Um, but it's sort of like working on the like pre existing, like, shape and existing like arcane energy to make it a bit easier to build a portal and keep it stabilized so okay. not not necessarily naturally occurring but maybe some of them are i don't know but this one this one is built in and meant very deliberately to go to uh paradox gardens anything else y'all uh, I think as we're waiting for Jaisha to come back by the star arch, Stag is like ca like not so casually leaning against one of the arches itself without trying to fall through it, right? Like she's like leaning and, you know, like stretching and being like, occasionally just be like, oh, looking good, Baru. Yeah, looking good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, thank, thank you, Stag. Uh, you're looking good too. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, just out of curiosity, uh, X monastery. What was that like growing up? What was it like growing up? Yeah, yeah. Growing up in a in a nunnery. I've never, I've never met anyone who did that. Well, I learned a lot, and I was very happy. And something comes across X's face, a real emotion, a flicker of sadness, melancholy. And it's like in the bottom of their eyes and in like the smallest turn of their mouth for like half a second before it disappears. Uh, 
well, you can visit uh, during winter break, right? Oh, no, it burned down. What? What? That's why I transferred in. The monastery was destroyed. Oh. So, Professor Abstract uh, pulled some strings to get me into the graduate program, so I'd have someone or to continue my studies. I'm so sorry. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had no idea. I, I, you didn't know, Baru, but the two of you are like best friends or something. I, I mean, I know. I, I knew, I guess, as much as you did. Oh, I guess I didn't tell anyone. Whoa. Uh, I, I'm really sorry that happened. That sucks. But at least your, your parents are like, okay, right? I hope so. Don't, don't you know? Yeah. No, I haven't seen them since. They weren't They're there. Missing? Yes. Oh my gods. Uh, whoa. Do you need help finding them or something? I'm sure there's some sort of investigation already ongoing, but if you need help, I mean, my dads know a ton of people. No, no. And at the mention of your dad's ex kind of like leans forward. No, no, no. They often go on long trips um, to search again for missing artifacts in ruins and other temples quite some ways away. Honestly, they probably don't even know that the monastery has burned down yet, which is why they haven't come to visit me yet. Wait, so they were gone when the monastery burned down and they just haven't sent you any sort of messages or anything like that? Yes. It's, oh. There, does there need to be a deception check here, Steve? <laughs> See, I, I think I'm actually telling the truth. Um, okay, okay, yeah, okay. gonna like, after being told that their home was burned down, Bari's not going to read into anything deeper. It's yeah. like, okay, whoa. What? Wow, I'm so sorry to hear that, X. Uh, if if you ever need to talk to anyone about it, you can talk to me and Baru. <laughs> right, Baru? Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm... Uh... Did you lose anything in the fire? Yes. Everything, basically. Oh. Um, oh my god. I didn't have much to begin with anyway, because... Well, there are special vestments and so on, but I have my bow, and that's all I really need. So the only thing you still have is your bow? Oh, and my scarf, but I was wearing that when I left. Stag's mouth is wide open. Like, this is the, the worst story she'd ever heard in her life. Her heart is breaking. Uh. That's awful. X, what are you going to do on break? You know, I was just going to stay, probably. Wait, wait, well, you mentioned you mentioned when when one of the few days few days after you moved in, you had a a cat? Well, there were monastery cats. All of them fled 
but I do. I'm sad that Strixhaven doesn't have any monastery cats, personally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> monastery cats showed up! Speaking so, of! Oh, wait, that's really Balbo said, that's my cue! <laughs> oh, that was literally perfect. Enter stage left, Balbo! <laughs> uh, actually, if this is around the time that Jaisha is showing up, uh, Stag would go, Oh, hey, well, actually, uh, hey, 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 uh, there's something I wanted to talk to all of you about. I was waiting until we found Ciro again, but I guess now's a good time as any. Well, especially now that you've told us all that. I was going to invite you and, and Baru and Ujaisha and Ciro to, um, well, it's really no big deal, but there's going to be this, like, party thing at my house in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Mr. Arcadium already told me. I'm going to be going to talk to some some of his colleagues and um, investors there. Right. Yeah. Well, I suppose Baru knows, but it's my, um, so silly. Uh, It's my ascension ball. What's an ascension ball? I guess technically... Uh, it's usually a party that's thrown for someone when they're on the precipice of ascending, but it's it's a little early. I guess it's technically a pre-ascension ball. Yeah, I still need to talk to Sira, so I will pass along the invitation when I do that. Cool. Yeah, it's 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 no big deal. It's it's, not, it's just gonna be a pretty low key. Loki hang. Just a couple people are gonna be there. I've just, never been to a party before. I'd like to go. Like ever? Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. You should totally come. Yeah. Uh, you don't even have to like dress up too much. At like, it's really like I said, super low key. I would, I would think maybe only four or five outfit changes, like tops. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, cocktail, black tie, white tie, uh, party casual, and military formal. Super I don't, cash. I don't think I have all of those clothes. Oh, oh, then you can just show up in that, I guess. Uh, I've got, there's, there's like these tailors that live in the house, and they'll like make some magic clothes for you if you show up with nothing to wear. Yeah. I already actually have mine. When we go to actually go to Paradox Gardens, I already spoke to some tailors there, so I'm actually picking up one of my dresses, the cocktail dress. So, oh yeah, I guess you must have also gotten dress code in your RSVP. Yeah, yeah so you probably know all this already, huh, Baru? You have a dress, Baru? Yeah. I can I go the... with you to pick it up? Of course, yeah. I really wish Zero was here. Zero is so much better at this than I am. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't even know what to wear. I asked my mums. They kind of helped me out with it over the, over the stone. Maybe we can figure it out together when we're there. Uh, I've got, hold on, let's see. And Stag's like r- rifling through her armor and pulls out, if it's okay with you, Vanna, like one of the invitations that has a style guide on the back. Like uh, each of the dress codes and what they mean, like flips it and hands it to you, Jaisha. Oh, that thank you. Start. 
Oh, this is. Oh, it's this okay is, with and it's me. still going. It's okay with me if all of the models are you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> oh, and that's a lot of pictures of you stacked. Oh, and it's still going. And I think it's like kind of like unfurling yeah, and unfurling and unfurling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is all for the outfits. Yeah, like I said, like four or five outfit changes over the weekend. Gosh. Right. Uh, Right. Okay. Okay. And I think Jish is trying to like furl it back up and it's like taking a really long time to do. X like grabs the tail of it and helps pick it up off the ground. (laughs) I guess this is part of what we are going to go shopping for today then. (laughs) So can I, can I proffer this and feel free to turn it down, Connie, but as you're folding up, you see that there's a backside of what you can't wear. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh. No, I love that. What is, can, can you, can you, Connie, uh, as uh, give me like two things that are on this list of what you can't wear? Cowboy hats are like a no, are a fashion no. Uh, you also can't wear uh, denim or suede. This seems really um, homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> what? all the cowboys supposed to do Connie? they're gonna show up naked yeah oh, and the only idea. assless chaps that's the only thing they're allowed but to not wear denim I mean, chaps or suede I mean. chaps oh my god oh my god iconic i love it mm-hmm. huge fan um <laughs> no fringe modeling the what not to wear too with yes like big red but X yeah just one. looking really angry or like uh, yeah <laughs> I don't understand why denim is on the don't wear. I mean, you look really good in denim on denim to me in this out in this picture. Uh, yeah, uh, I figured you would think that I look good in anything, but um, it, it's just out this season. <laughs> this don't gonna- let your rose colored glasses <laughs> color a, ba- a fashion disaster, Jasha. This bit is going to be the death of me. Okay. You've been invited to the ball. You're all at the gate. Do we want to teleporty? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 but yes. not like that. <laughs> you want to do a little teleporty? Um, I don't like that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did not enjoy no. that. No, no, no. Okay, wait. Hold on. I got this. Do you want to teleport? Oh my god! Oh oh oh! Yeah 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 yeah! All right, so you um you uh, X you have the portal pass and you hold it up uh sort of at the where if it was like a mirror where the where the glass would be but you hold it up underneath the star arch uh, and then there's like almost like a it's almost like a loading bar on the pieces of the wagon wheel. Uh, and as each one lines up, one of the stones of the star arch lines up. And as you get to the other side of the wagon wheel, that's when uh, the shimmering begins in the center. Uh, and this sort of ethereal arcane portal comes into existence and all of you are able to to step through it. Um, I think I think portal travel is relatively common uh, and verse so i don't think like any of you get sick or anything unless one of you wants to <laughs> i think i barugash probably has used the portal on like going to paradox city um 
Products Gardens. <laughs> I blame C. Uh, Products Gardens. Um, but usually, like they said, I think they usually do have like the paperwork ahead of time and usually go to Professor Le Shaw right. rather than the dean. Um, yeah, yeah, so I think at the very least. I don't know. I would, like if, I would like if there was like one small consequence of portal travel. What, what do you think it. it is? I don't have a chart. Um, what do you mean roll for it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can roll for um, like when, when, if the consequence happens or not, like a flat roll. No, I want you to, everybody has a consequence. I want you to tell me what it is. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Everyone has a consequence. I have an idea immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me. A stag grows horns. Uh, as soon as she arrives on the other side, like, like these lip, like these antlers come out, I think, like tiny little nubbin antlers that like spike out. Are, are you just reprising? Are you just reprising your role as that freaky deer person? <laughs> Rudy, yes. Rudy was the most unhinged your nose, character. Your nose Un- becomes red <laughs> and shiny. I turned it to Rudolph the Red Nose. Rudy was unhinged. Oh my god. Um, no, I think Rudy. it's a, it's a temporary effect, but I'm fine with uh, some sort of growth occurring on on it's each a temporary. Of you. They'll shed. They'll shed off. Can I That's so mine? gross. That's such a. <laughs> Have you seen antler? <laughs> deer antlers shed? They it's blood. <laughs> oh, it's very. I guess visceral. they would just fall off. Okay, they yeah. just fall off. Like <laughs> I thought. I thought maybe they would just suck back into you. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we right now? What is happening? Tell me what's growing out of you, Jasia. <laughs> Okay, I guess if we're going in the growth route, um, I think in the the crystal vitiligo in on Jisha's skin, the the crystals they grow and they like protrude outwards. I think um, like normally it's very like self contained. There's no like risk of like cutting yourself on anything. But I think that the crystals quite literally like shoot out and like grow um, to the point where it is now temporarily a cutting hazard <laughs> where you can oh cut God. yourself on this no one hug jaysha right now <laughs> not Damn, right now just gosh. wait wait for wait for them to shrink back that sucks barogrush is just in the mood to give jaysha a hug wow um but a growth do we have to go with a growth i mean uh connie said it's growth so it is <laughs> That's just what Stag has. It could manifest completely differently for other people. I just like I, the Stag getting out. No, I, I meant like there's a similar consequence for everyone. So okay. Um, Welcome to Growth Town. I guess <laughs> you get I bunions. Guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, Me six months on to you. Oh, anyway. I was about to. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. I, I was trying so hard not to make a bottom growth joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, every time you use a portal, it equals six months on T. <laughs> oh my god, Honestly, that's I mean, so efficient. Then you wouldn't even have to travel back yeah. and forth. You just know? keep um. going, and you know that's the that's a fucking tree. <laughs> I oh my god. Gender well, affirming portal. Wait, so is is there an opposite one? Is there one that's like a feminizing portal? Because not everybody wants to be six months on T, you know? So like I mean, growth could also be boobies, I suppose. Yeah. Um I think Barugash I think it in like probably enhances or like exaggerates some of Barugash's snake like features. I think they kind of grow fangs. Like um, sharper fangs. Sessy. Cool. 
<laughs> X. <laughs> X, uh, as they step through, I think the portal kind of triggers uh, their disguise self spell. Um, and as they step out on the other side, it's like, a kind of, again, kind of like a mystique from um, X-Men, kind of, but like really fast and Rolodexing through a bunch of figures until like almost like a wheel spinning, it finally lands on one. Um, and let's see, making character design off the top of my head. <laughs> um it's like they have they're uh like half elf with a bunch of freckles and like this short cropped red hair. Okay. I'm into it. Is who they turn into. I'm sorry, where's the growth second. part? No, I'm sorry, you have to add growth because if we all they did grew red you. hair, okay? I grew an entirely different person. You do that normally. No no no. No no no. You do that normally. <laughs> Gatekeeping the growth <laughs> definition. That's not real growth, okay? See? God. I come out of the portal and I've learned how to apologize. <laughs> I come out of the portal and realize it's not my I, fault. I, I, I I'm just so afraid of intimacy. Hey, oh, what a dream. <laughs> See, that's, like a little, that's a little, it's a little too close. Uh, how dare you? Bark, bark. Bark, bark. <laughs> Cries. Uh, this is weird. Technically not growth, but X's tongue uh, splits, so they have kind <gasps> of like a forked tongue. I love it. Uh, well, y'all look around. Does it make you happy? I Sorry, guess. I, <laughs> I guess. Okay, but only if your tongue also gets bigger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my Big god. fat snake. <laughs> not fat. Oh my god. Why do you have to say fat? That just, that just Wait, so how, just for Stag's uh, benefit, how long does the long tongue. <laughs> I'm sorry, hello? I'm sorry, hello, Connie? I mean. Humda, this, this never had to happen. This came directly no, you can't from blame you. Me. You can't blame me. That's Connie. Connie brought that up. You can't blame me. <laughs> And why did the tongue come up in the first place? You because you the chose tongue. the tongue. Yeah, you brought up the tongue. I didn't say <laughs> your tongue had to grow. Because I didn't say it had to be the tongue. Wasn't enough. Y'all are me. Y'all are blaming me for shit that you two are doing. Do not put this on me. That's not Don't on me. Don't blame a fish for swimming. And blame the person who put the lake there. I didn't put the lake, lake boy. There. I didn't put the Look, I look, look, I co-signed the bottom growth joke and that's it. That's it. <laughs> Tongue came from C and you did whatever that was. So um whatever helps you sleep at Happy night. to be pioneers. I think, I think we can stag. all agree. I, need to know. I think we can all agree that uh, the gays are at fault um for all of it. Um homophobic. No, homo what's the opposite of phobia? Philia? Homophilia? Homophilia, yeah. Why is that worse? It is. It sounds worse. It does sound I mean, like, like homos. Oh, yeah. Wait, what was he? What was he? Gatekeeping. Yeah. Gatekeeping yay merch win. Um, anyway, if y'all could stop being gay for two seconds, I will. I will uh, tell I you refuse. about Paradox Garden. I refuse. Okay, well, I'm gonna end stream. <laughs> if y'all can't contain yourselves. Okay, you. 
exit the portal with these temporary growths upon you as uh, I think maybe each portal has like a different kind of side effect. And if you've used this one before, you saw this coming. If it's the first one, it is an unpleasant surprise, except for ecstasy, I guess. Um, <laughs> except for stag looking at ecstasy, I guess. Um, but you are in Paradox Gardens. And if uh, you've been here before, Baru, if anybody else has been here before, you would know this. But also if you're just like, have familiar yourself with the region at all, you'd also know a lot of this stuff. But um, Paradox Gardens is referred to as the place where heaven meets earth. And it is called this because it is the first place where an active gate appeared for the ascension. It was like the very first portal that opened up for the very first ascension, you know, hundreds of years ago. So people felt like this location was divinely chosen. Uh, and because, and it's also named that because of the constant mist that encloses the city. So within the city, it is it is clear as day. But when you, uh, the further you get to the outskirts, the thicker the mist becomes. So it's sort of like sitting on a on a heavenly cloud. So that's another reason why it's uh, it's called that. Um, it's said that one of those originally ascended gods. Uh, use their powers to help build the city up almost overnight. So essentially it was like there was a star arch that was there. The original portal opened up, maybe a small village there, maybe nothing. But then one of the gods that went through that gate and did become ascended used their power to build up the city overnight. Like when they say Rome wasn't built in a day, yes, it was actually. Um, and you can thank my great, great grandma for that. You're welcome. Um, and uh, they also, it's also said that that's where the mist came from, was to protect the city because they knew that it, uh, the, the divinity that was held there would be sought after. Um, and they wanted to protect it from invasion by sort of obscuring it in some way. Um, the gate has never activated again. They get around it every single year, uh, not every single year, every hundred years. And they they cross their <laughs> they cross their little fingies and they have a huge celebration, but it's never happened again. Um, and since the city sort of grew up uh, grew up and out overnight, um, the popularity of it just exploded very quickly uh, since the first ascension, and then it quickly began to outgrow its resources. So. Uh, the center of the city is very, uh, very lavish, very rich, um, but the outskirts are uh, completely poverty stricken. Um, and to make matters worse, about 20 years ago, there was a devastating earthquake that struck the city. Um, and many say it was a vengeful god um, that was angry at the city for failing in their mission of prosperity after being divinely chosen uh, and the city center was able to rebuild because of um, their access to resources but many small businesses from the outer edges were first were forced to the river and the river actually just used to be like a tiny little creek that ran through the city but when the earthquake happened it split the ground open even further and uh, created this like huge river that uh, that winds through the city and a lot of those outside businesses that had to relocate moved to the river uh, and run their businesses off of boats. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's kind of the the backstory. I think that's all I wanted to say. Uh, so it's bustling. You are coming through the Star Arch 
that the city was founded for. Um, so you're at the direct center of it. Um, you can see the river nearby. Um, again, people who know the area would know the river is called the Mirrored Canal. Um, due to the clarity of its water and how how um, just pristinely it reflects the sky. What do you all do? Cool. God damn it. <laughs> uh, well, at least yeah. this is better than that third arm I got last time. Oh, you went through that portal? Yeah, no, I haven't. I don't go through that one anymore. Gr the growth is more easy to deal with as I like, run a thumb along my fangs. I don't think Jace has ever been through this portal before. And so when they walk out, they're actually surprised to find like all of these crystals like jutting out of their skin and they go up. Oh. And I think it like tears through some of their clothes and they go, it's a good thing that we're here to buy new clothes, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. you look real spiky. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. It, does this go away? Yeah, yeah after a while. Yeah, yeah. Like an hour or For two. now, you're sea urchin if I. hour two. It'll go away in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> my tongue, my mouth. X X just kind of says <laughs> feels weird. Is that a forked tongue? <laughs> oh, yeah. The stag is having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> you made the joke, not me. <laughs> I am simply a dramaturgy. I'm just simply <laughs> make, making sure we understand. <laughs> yeah, the, the mouth ones are the ones that... The, the most weird feeling. They should pass in there. The mouth ones. I don't like the mouth ones. <laughs> Where should we go first? Um, I mean, I'm probably going to pick my dress up at the end of our trip, just so I don't have to carry that around with me um does anyone else does anyone have anywhere in particular to go uh, or i can just you can just come with me so i can get some metals from the blacksmith i need to go to the nearest uh geologist gemstone shop uh i need to get some materials for it. and jisha kind of like lowers their voice for the ritual to make the mutagen uh the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so I need to do that, and otherwise, uh, Stag, if you could help me buy clothes for your ball, that would be... Oh, great. yeah, just tell me your measurements, and I can just pick some out for you if you want. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. Easy cool. enough. Uh, <laughs> is there any, like, actually, you know what, okay, yeah, sure, why? Uh, why not? Is there any, like, particular style or aesthetic you like? Um, <clears throat> I like... I like earth tones. I like plants. Uh, something nice understated. Okay. Got it. Plants, stones, boring. I got you. I didn't say... Okay. Maybe uh, we that gives a big curious thumbs up. Together. Together? That, that works fine by me. Right. Okay. Are sure, yeah. Works for me. Maybe, like, like you said, Baru, that can be the last thing we hit before we head out of town. I actually do have to swing by a music store. I think I need to actually rent some equipment for the concert, like for real. Oh. We can do that. 
do you want to do that first? I'm yeah. just going to be getting some metals. Yeah, we should probably split up first and then reconvene at the uh, boutique. Sounds good. Right on. So who's going where? I Music store. Yeah. Okay. And I want to go to, I guess, another blacksmith or wherever I could get like ore, like metals and ore from. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then where are X and Jaysha going? Uh, nearest geologist. Okay. X? X? Let's see. X might wander along with um, Baru, hoping to pick up some ammunition. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Jaysha, you could probably go to the greenhouse, or, I mean, you might think that um, the forge or the blacksmith has some. They deal in metals, maybe they deal in rocks. Um... Makes sense. Stag, if you see everyone going the same way without you, do you still go by yourself? <laughs> That's actually better for Stag. Oh, yes. Yeah? She'll okay. just, as everyone's going off, she'll go, Yep, I'm just going to get some equipment just for the concert. So uh, see y'all at the boutique. Oh, I need a bell. You, could, you can go on without me. And X pivots and starts following Stag toward the music store. Oh, actually, I can pick up a bell for you. I, there's all kinds of bells. Uh, cowbell. And non-cow bell. Leans up a little bit. Lowers their voice. I already know your secret. Oh. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, <clears throat> I mean, right. Of course. And I'd like to pick but- up my own bell. All right, then. Uh, then Jaysha, Baru... We'll see y'all soon. Don't worry about us. We're just doing, we're doing normal music stuff. As opposed to... Not normal music stuff? Abnor- yeah, exactly. As opposed to abnormal music stuff. Huh? You're so sharp and smart, Jaysha. Oh, uh, thank, thank you. <laughs> don't, don't take that the wrong way. Come on, X. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so JJ, are you gonna go with um, with Baru then? Jaysha, okay, yeah. Go ahead, see. Stag, are you and Jaysha fighting? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Who <laughs> would give you that impression? You're doing the laugh you do when you lie. <laughs> Laugh when I lie. <laughs> that one. Uh, <laughs> damn, it's hard to stop once you point it out. Uh, well, I, I promised I wouldn't tell. Okay. I can respect a secret. Oh. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Great. Then cool. Good. Glad it's not a problem. There's a bit of silence as we walk, and then Stag just bursts out. I think JJ has a crush on you. X stops in the street. That's why they've been so weird around you. I mean, haven't you noticed? Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
And listen, it's usually not any of my business, nor do I care, but I just, I just, you know, Jace is just, 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 just kind of a shifty person sometimes, you know? You, you, you would want to be with someone who's honest, perhaps even to a fault. Uh, someone who's up front and, and, you know, would, would treat you right. Oh. And X's face falls a little bit. Of course. People want honest partners. And X kind of keeps shuffling down the street. Uh, um, I, I mean, y- yeah, or dishonest partners, too? I mean, whatever, whatever you're interested in. What are, what are you interested in? Interested in? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, at the monastery... Well, that wasn't really a, well, wasn't a point of attention. Dating and all that? Yeah. Oh, were you one of those, like, oh my gods, are you, like, celibate? Um, X is, like, their brow is kind of, like, furrowed and they're, like, staring at the cobblestones. I think that's the store that sells bells, and they gesture at, like, a store that sells cheese. Like, a cheese stall? That's a... That's a cheese stall. It's my mistake. Yes, my mistake. Let's keep looking for it. We should pay attention to trying to find it. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, looks like the music store is right up here. Do either of you know this city? I feel like Stag might have... I, I would say it's a lukewarm yes. Stag okay. probably has been here maybe once or twice with their dads even. Okay. Do you want to make a what survival roll? Survival? Okay. Right when you're trying to find something, is that what you roll? Yeah. It sounds sure, dramatic, but. <laughs> I got a two. Well, I'll roll with advantage, of course, since you're so oh. familiar. I got a 17. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do know uh, you do know where the music store is. Here's my question to you, though. Okay, wait. X, do you know where it is? X doesn't know where the music store is. Okay. Have they been here to kill people? Yes. Okay, but yes. that's a different story. Yeah, but you don't know where the music store is. So my question to Stag is, do you go to the music store? Or, or do you take uh, the wrong or an alternate route or a scenic route or what have you so that you and X are alone together longer. Yeah, I think Stag would actually take X on a scenic way around. Like she's going, uh, making a horseshoe like around where the music store is before like finally leading them <laughs> You're in. You're just circling. Like by the river. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Perfect. Okay. So y'all are sort of meandering near the music store, but not actually entering it. Um, Jaisha and Baru, is there anything that the two of you are discussing on your way to the forge? I think um, as we're kind of walking, uh, Jaisha is like a little bit like nervous and then they like keep looking at Baru look down keep looking at Baru like they have like something to say and 
eventually they just kind of go, Bar, what do you think about X? Um, oh, they're, they're sweet. Uh, nice roommate to have. Um, I don't know, a good friend. Are they ever weird at night or not night? Um, well, I haven't met anyone like X, if that's what you mean. Um, they sleepwalk, but I, I know many people sleepwalk. Um, how often I, do they sleepwalk? Uh, is that a regular honestly, occurrence? Uh, Honestly, I couldn't say because I'm usually quite a deep sleeper uh, and they are also just very quiet. So I sometimes don't catch them sleepwalking, but I've, I've, I think I've seen them or at least seen their bed empty um, maybe two or three times so far that they've been at Strixhaven. Um, I, I think it's just kind of a, I think they miss home, kind of being in an unfamiliar place. They ever talk? To someone, mm. or sleep talk? No, um, again, I don't. Even, I don't think I've ever actually seen X sleepwalk. I've just seen the results of it. You know, an empty bed. Uh, I'm worried about X. Yeah, I, I kind of am too. Um, Really? Yeah. So you've they, you've they met them? Met? I've met X. No, like I'm I'm confused. You know, I, I think X just misses home. The the monastery. I don't know if it's my. I I wanted to do something to cheer up X because Stag and I literally just learned that that monastery burned down. They lost their home and everything in it. Um, oh, yeah. That's that's really really sad, actually. Yeah. I. I would just keep maybe keep an eye on maybe keep an eye on X. If they if they ever do things or say things that, you know, don't seem very X-like. Uh, okay. Uh, does Bar want to do, like, an inside check or something yeah, like I'll, that, I'll, Jason? I'll, I'll, <laughs> what am I even rolling for for this? So, I'm not I, lying. I don't think you're lying, yeah. but, um, but there is, like, an omission of the truth, and... Um, you're beating the round, around the bush about something, so okay. persuasion, yeah. deception, whatever you I feel. You could just do a straight charisma roll, too, if you don't feel either of those. They're both the same, so I'll just do either one. Ah, I hate this disadvantage. Okay, I got an 11. You shouldn't have told me you were tired. You beat me. I got a 9. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so I think, just with, yeah. I think with a 9, like... Baru catches something. What? What is it? Um, I think Baru catches the fear. 
that Jaisha is experiencing. I think that is hard for Jaisha to hide uh, throughout this conversation. And Baru can capture that this isn't just concern for X that Ray has. Ray is scared of X for some reason. Of X, okay. Of X. So Gage is of X. Um. Oh, how is okay? I think as Bar would come to like a stop and um, kind of tilt their head to the side as they look to um, Jaisha. A very, I think, when it comes to confusion, Baru wears that on their face very openly. They don't even try to hide that and it's very much like a, like a dog a puppy looking at uh, the, the owner in confusion they kind of look at jay shaw is everything okay yeah i yeah i just want us all to be safe that's all you know you and stack zero and x could be could put that in threat or what's going on i um <clears throat> Uh, I just, I just think, I just think we should watch out for them. We don't know a lot about them, you know? I don't really share very much. I mean, yeah, as I suppose, but did something happen for you to be scared of them? And I think Jisha kind of like looks around at the street, at all of the people kind of bustling by at the different stalls and whatnot, and... They kind of like take a beat. They grab Baru by the hand, and I think they yank, uh, yank her into like an alleyway. It's okay. the lovers' alleyway. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god, Vanna! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's fine. It can be. It can be the lovers' no, I'm alleyway. Absolutely kidding. <laughs> Jaisha has a secret crush on everybody. Apparently. <laughs> Jaisha is all of us. <laughs> no, just kidding. Right, oh my gosh, audience. I was hoping to take you here actually myself. Um, oh my god, uh, <laughs> Hello? Excuse me? Oh, the uh, <laughs> oh my god. Um, and I think Jaisha like, pulls Baru into uh, an alleyway and kind of goes, I had a dream last night that didn't feel like a dream. Uh, and... In that dream, I met X. Well, not X, actually. It they they called themselves Agony and they They said that X has made a home for them inside of themselves. Okay. Um and and was this a dream or a vision? I, I was asleep, so I guess technically a dream, but it didn't it didn't feel like a dream, Bart. Um, and when I woke up, I woke up next to X, and I saw uh, the, I saw remnants of agony on X when we woke up. I uh, think there's something X is intelligence. I we can look into it, but um, X hasn't done anything strange. They, they've been any 
kind. Um, I haven't mentioned anything about agony or anyone named that. X has killed before. <laughs> no. I know it sounds out there, but they have. <laughs> I know that they have. How that I don't know. I don't know the details, but look, I know that Stag knows too. How? How do you all know this? They said something uh, once. I think in Ciro's bog when we were all together, uh, they said something and it slipped out, I think, without maybe them meaning to. Look, I just... We need... Talked to them, maybe? I don't know. But we need to figure out what it is that they're hiding. I mean, we can talk to them. I, I, I doubt they... I was there in the bog with all of you. I didn't hear anything about ex-killing. Well, we can ask Stag. We can ask Stag. I know that Stag noticed you. Um, okay, we can just ask X. What if they lie? Oh. oh no, it just seems like we're going off of a dream and something only two people in the same room as everyone else heard. Uh, I don't know, unless Zero heard it as well. I, and I'm the only one that missed it, but I don't. I was there and I didn't hear anything about killing. I know it's, I know it's a lot. I know it's a big thing to accuse somebody of, but I, I, that dream didn't feel like a dream borrow. I don't know what to tell you. It felt very real and agony is, if agony is inside of X, we're not safe. And maybe X isn't safe either. Maybe this isn't even X's fault. I don't... Um, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, we, we just get everyone together and ask. And Jisha, I think, like, winces at the suggestion of just asking. Wait. I... <laughs> We can try, but I really don't think that's a good idea. Okay. Um, Why don't we talk to Stag first? Sure. Yeah. Sure. And I think it's about this time that you uh, walk up to the forge and the clinging of metal and just the um, crackling of multiple huge uh, infernos in uh, several stone forges just sort of drowns out uh, the noise of the city street and uh, the thick smog um, coming out of the fires clouds um, your vision and that's where we're going to leave it today and we'll jump back in and see how shopping goes and how um, just a, a 
cool group check-in <laughs> goes. Uh, this is an intervention. We're all worried about it. <laughs> we're all worried about We're worried it. that you are possessed by a demon. Um, do you know about this? <laughs> oh my God, please perform an exorcism. Let's go. <laughs> That's my wish. That's my wish. I want to do an exorcism. <laughs> Uh, but thank y'all so much for hanging out today for, um, I mean, I'm into it, uh, for Higher Education Episode 9. Uh, we will be back next week with Episode 10. Hope you can make it 3 p.m. Um, ET, same bat place, same bat channel. But until then, let's check in with our players and see what they got going on. Uh, Connie, you want to tell us your secrets? <laughs> it's me, Connie, telling your secrets. Um, my pronouns are they, he, and she. I have been Mr. Goog Stags, Will Graves, right here on Higher Education. Uh, when I'm not here on Higher Education, I am the game master and creative producer behind Transplaner RPG, which is an all-transgender, POC-led, dark fantasy TTRPG show set in an original, non-colonial, anti-Orientalist world. Uh, our eighth and final arc of our first ever main campaign on Transplaner RPG, The Second Stranger, is airing... Like, literally right now um we stream saturdays at 8 p.m u.s eastern time which is today in like an hour, like two hours under two hours you should definitely head over to transplanter rpg and tune in give us a listen everything's pre-recorded with full sound effects background music edits um audio mixing all of that done by c thomas our incredible mod editor and mike graham our audio mixer and hamna's in it season it as players it's awesome i gm eight players at a table and it's basically like the l word but a lot more diverse meets the literal end of the fucking world uh, the apocalypse uh and we're in the middle of trying to fighting the big bad because it's our final season it's our grand boss fight uh finale uh that's enough time that i've taken up but i'd love to see all of you in chat for arc eight episode three tonight 8 p.m u.s eastern time on twitch.tv transplanter rpg and i'm gonna pass along introductions over to humna because i picked you for intros and i'll pick you again you know what? That's fine. Today is chaos mode. We're taking everything and shaking it up. Uh, so hello, everybody. My name is Humna. I use any and all pronouns, and I am a TTRPG performer. Today, I have been Jaysha, who uses they, Ray pronouns. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at hshahid underscore, where I talk about all of the different projects that I'm a part of. I'm on a variety of different APs right now, so if you want to know where I am at any given point in time, Twitter is the place to... N- to be to to read with your eye balls or with your ear balls uh to know where i am <laughs> and uh connie already said we are going to be on transplaner tonight um but otherwise the next place that you can find me is on tuesday at 8 p.m eastern time i will be uh over on going crit rpg's channel playing itaewon by night which is our vampire the masquerade campaign um i play a absolutely unhinged cop killing fledgling vampire um and they are they're having a time right now we're we just performed an exorcism actually uh in that campaign so uh yeah you should come watch it's a great it's a great time and with that i will pass it over to drac hi i'm drac or draconics you can find me on twitter at draconics s-d-r-a-k-o-n-i-q-u-e-s i played Barugash, the um gorgon inventor um you can find me honestly all over the place uh, on Tuesdays. I'm going to be over guesting over on a cantrip breakers in a campaign called um, Mournvale, I believe. Um, and I'll be bringing back my barbarian Eladrin Goliath, the half elf, half Goliath. And it's been a lot of fun playing her. Um, right after that on Tuesdays, I'm over on Table Story in a campaign called Kingmakers, where I play a... Um, um, I usually say like a uh, like a disgraced king, but after what happened last episode, all I'm going to say is that we went to a different realm 
so I have no power here. But the realm is very interesting. I think I bought a whole new costume for it because we all like changed themes and everything when we stepped through the portal. So go c- catch that. I think you're going to enjoy what I got for my costume. Um, but on Saturdays, I'm here. Hi, hello. Um, and on Monday, I think this coming Monday, we're going to have part two of our Spelljammer mini series over on um, Paradise Prod. Um, Paradise of the word dice and then prod for short production um, where i play a a pirate um a space pirate listen shush shush uh, <laughs> i play pirate a pirate vampire artificer who is Art, uh, <laughs> drax genders <laughs> vampire artificer pirate that's my gender um but yeah i'm doing a bunch of cool things that also currently in the work to keep an eye out because one of them is very close to becoming coming to fruition um but yeah i'm gonna throw it over to c oh my gosh that's me hi bro my name is c i use the them pronouns you can find me making very transparent air on the internet at pie sharp art if you liked what i did here tonight i don't know you're welcome uh and you can find me on all the places that i do other things like tonight um, making very chaotic, very gay choices on Transpinner RPG. As always, Connie already did that plug, so just come tune in and watch. Um, because it's a, it's a it's a big hefty episode tonight, but it's well worth it. Um, so hope to see you there tonight. Uh, I'm also in a bunch of different stuff uh, that's coming up on Thursdays. You can find uh, me and Humna playing the second part of our finale of the first season of the Mythic Initiative over on Vio Cologne's channel. Um, so check that out. Uh, and I am also in an upcoming game called Blighted North, where I will be playing a polar bear ranger. Yes, I will ride a polar bear into battle. Um, and that's going to be over on Gut Punch RPG starting on Wednesdays next week or the week after. So just uh, keep an eye out on the Twitters for that, um, because it is sexy as hell. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, and I'm in a bunch of upcoming stuff. So just check out my Twitter to see what I'm up to at any given time. And with that, I'll pass it back to Vanna. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I thought you were going to be the polar bear, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm Me just, too. I'm just a little That's disappointed. Me too. <laughs> Honestly, I'd have been more disappointed if you were being a polar bear because we agreed that we're going to be um, bear friends in the next. I was, I was thing. holding for you, Drac. Don't thank worry. You. Don't oh, worry. It's oh, in my bear oh, era. Oh, your bear. Okay, what kind of bear? bear? Are we talking about like bear or are we talking bear? A yes. polar bear. Oh, okay, okay, all right, okay. She they bear. You know what I mean? That's gender. You know what? That's a gender. Oh, yeah. Literally, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> um, I've been Vanna, and I probably will be, unfortunately, for the foreseeable future. Unfortunately, uh, but I've been. I'm. Sh- I've been your GM and your producer, and I stream here on this channel, hypothetically, full-time, and and you can catch me here playing games, or I've been doing cooking streams recently. Uh, So yeah, make sure you drop a follow and and check me out on the Twitter. You can do worm in the chat to get my Twitter link. Um, At the titular website, if you like worm on a string, you'll love this.lol. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for being here with us today. We hope you see, hope to see you next week, and we should have a live with us, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, in the meantime, let's go drop some love on a friend, uh, drop some hype, hu- hug, uh, heart emotes, whatever you got, and uh, and drop a follow, and we will see you next time. Goodbye.